Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. Good morning, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network, also featured on The Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. Happy Friday, everyone. Good morning. What the hell is this? What the hell is this? <laughs> Wait, why is Adam doing it? Why are you guys doing so? Why is he doing so casually? <laughs> He's just sitting there behind my face. <laughs> Fish, you got one too? What the hell? <laughs> I love this. Why wow, can have And Alex, you want the bell? <laughs> what, you got four of them? I'm outnumbered. I don't mind talking to myself. I'm a pretty, pretty nice looking guy. I mean, I'll talk. I'll open the show. F it. How is Kate not rookie of the year? Oh, there, there you go, fish. I love it. Good morning, guys. I love it. How are you? God, I'm so, What's I'm going so, on here? I'm I don't so, see I'm anything. I'm just holding else. this for the rest I'm of so my life. Up. Am I missing something? Worst fall? Here, it didn't go. Okay, so uh, let's just restart. Okay, hurry up, please. Okay, one second, one second. It's, a, it's live now, dude. Yeah, we're good now. No, it's not anymore. Hold on. I hate you. Oh, did we miss hey. the? Make sure you down. Oh my god. Alright. We'll Fucking try again. Christ. Bit. It like stopped randomly. Okay, I'm gonna restart it, okay? Okay, go for it. Yeah, yes. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. Good morning, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network, also featured on The Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. Good morning, everyone, and happy Friday. What in the hell is going on right now? <laughs> what in the hell is going on is I'm going to call YouTube and I'm going to give them a motherfuck <laughs> long of an email. That's it. what I'm going to do. <laughs> I got as Jeff, though, not as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just Jeff. Yeah. People like Jeff a lot So, more. I'm Jeff. I'm Maddie's Jeff. Jeff. Fish is Jeff. And I'm Jeff. And Alex is Jeff. And I'm Jeff. Oh, we got we got it. And Alex is and Jeff. And Jeff is Jeff. is great. And Jeff, can we get Jeff's close up? Can we get a close up? There you go. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> I actually like this. What's I up, like man? This. What's going on? So for uh, everybody at home, um, I don't know, Maddie, you want to explain a little bit? Well, today is the day. We fired this motherfucker. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm going right out on Woodward after this show. Just oh, my God. <laughs> no, today is uh, officially Jeff's last day as the uh, official host of the morning show. I'm sad. I'm sad, too. <laughs> Actually, to be honest with you. We love Jeff. It's kind of sucks. 
kind of sucks but we're just gonna try to do a normal show and probably the last 20 minutes we'll go down memory lane and do some drugs together so Woo! having said that <laughs> let's get the show on the road the pistons last night beat the philadelphia 76ers by the way jeff do you remember who said it yesterday do you remember who said what team would beat the 76ers last night we were talking about it on the show that yesterday. Oh, yeah. We did talk about how much we didn't trust James, and it, it kind of played out like that. Cade Cunningham <laughs> is unbelievable. In the month of March, he is doing things that only one rookie in NBA history has ever done in a given month. Yeah. Does anybody want to take a wild guess? Maddie? No. Ask Fish. <laughs> Fish? I know. Um, I don't know. Michael Jordan. Michael the Jeffrey only Jordan. other rookie to do what Cade Cunningham is doing right now. Jeff, floor is yours. All right. Well, listen. Yesterday, I was surprised, uh, to say the least. And the Pistons this season are kind of looking how they looked last season. This season so far, they've won their 13th game against a, a team 500 or above. So that's good. And they only have 20 wins, 21 wins on the season. So 13 of their 21 wins have come against teams over 500. So that's the most impressive thing. And a majority of that is due to number two, Kate Cunningham. I mean, his maturity and composure, we talk about that a lot on this show, but you really have been seeing more and more of it. He goes to Barclays Center, trades buckets with Kevin Durant, fouls it up now going against if a current MVP candidate and a former MVP, and uh, damn near 30 points scored last night, and you saw it. I mean, he went right at, he went right at Joel Embiid, he went right at James Harden, had no fear in him, and, and uh, certainly last night, I think he had 27 points, but even before then, Sadiq went out a, a late, you know, 10-point scoring streak or whatever. But before that, he had 27 points. The next leading scorer had 10. So he was doing the work. And he's the only rookie, I've been saying this, that can affect multiple ways in the game. I mean, his pace, Dwayne Casey talked about it after the game, his pace, creating open shots, creating for himself, playing the exceptional defense he's playing. He had full four steals last night. And he's leading guys on and off the floor. So that's the thing that differentiates him from, from Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Green. Scotty Barnes doesn't have a shot yet or can hit consistent free throws like Cade Cunningham Evan Mobley can't do what Cade's doing on the perimeter I mean that they're just different players and then Jalen Green is a terrible perimeter and post defender so Cade could do all of those things well um, what's Cade's negative though uh, he turns the ball over too much too bad go ask Trey Young and Luka Doncic how that's working out for him I'm good I mean he's the most complete rookie you saw that last night and you're seeing the maturity I mean you talk about it everyone talks about his maturity but now late in the season him playing going toe-to-toe -to -toe with NBA superstars it's crazy, Adam. It really is. It's impressive. Have you ever seen Cade Cunningham sweat? No. Have you ever seen him look under <laughs> duress? He's just cool, calm, and collected. Anything. This guy plays the same way every single night with the same attitude. Chill. No stress. I'm going to get mine. We're going to win this game. Oh, we're up two down the stretch. I need to hit this big shot. Yeah, I got it. All good. I'll handle it. Oh, yeah. Need me to get past his double team? I got it. I'll find the open guy. Kate Cunningham is... <laughs> that's not a 20-year-old rookie, man. No. That's not a 20-year-old. That is... Uh, I can't believe I'm saying it. Because it's just... It hasn't happened. It's never happened. The f the, this month that we've witnessed from Kate is... You haven't seen it since the 80s with MJ. Yeah. MJ, guys. Well, I'm not... We're not talking about, oh, Luka Doncic has accomplished this. LeBron James has accomplished. No, 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 none of them. None of them. None of the outstanding rookies that walked into the league and scored and facilitated and rebounded and filled up the stat sheet. None, none of them 
None of them ever did this, except Michael and Kate. Detroit, you've got a superstar. He's he's gonna be MVP one day. I'm telling you. Just and as, you know, we talk about the rookie of the year a lot. <laughs> Two years from now, three, four years from now, the conversation is Cade's next. He's the next MVP. Yeah. Right? He's the next young favorite to be an MVP. And down the road, down down the road, he's gonna be competing and winning MVPs. He just is. He's that good of the player. And last night on a on the court where there was a Joel Embiid, a James Harden, a Tobias Harris. There were a ton of players, good players, all-star players, superstar players. Kate didn't shy away from it. Nope. And I could argue he was the best player on the court last night over Joel Embiid. And then I go back the night before against the Brooklyn Nets, even though they lost. There was one player on the court better than Kate Cunningham that night. It was Kevin Durant. Arguably the second or third best player in the NBA right now. Depends where you have him. He was better than Kyrie Irving and everybody else on the floor that night. That is your 20-year-old rookie, Detroit. That is the rookie of the year. That is the guy that is going to take this team where you want it to go. Mm -hmm. Holy hell. Detroit didn't hit the lottery. They hit the beyond mega. They didn't hit mega millions. They hit mega billions. This guy is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Better than advertised. You know what Better than a number one pick. You know what frustrates me the most, too? People talk about the MVP race and how late in the season so many things can happen for it to change. One player can have a good game this night. One play, another player can have a good game this night. Why is the rookie of the year race already a done deal, according to, like, media? Like, it's, it's been Evan Mobley all year. Because a bunch of cocks. I was going to say, like, <laughs> so what Cade's doing down the stretch, uh, I mean, you're expecting at least he should be propelled in front of Evan Mobley. But, again, I'm not voting. So if you're if – you're, watching these games if you're watching Pistons games he is like to your point Adam sometimes he is the best player on the court and, and that's against veteran M NBA teams so it, it's ridiculous man what he's doing at his age if I, I tweeted this last night he plays at like a, a 0 0.05 speed like he's or, or like 0 0.5 speed he moves so slow but it's like it, it's a veteran speed like you'll see guys you know Luka Doncic move like that um, it's crazy. I mean, even Dwayne Casey said his teammates have to adjust to him and how slow he moves and just his patience. And that's a great player. That's he's an adult. Player. He's an yes. he is the adult in the room. And you have a basketball team where Killian Hayes is the longest tenured player. Yeah. And it's Cade Cunningham and his rookie year facilitating, leading the team, leading by example, leading by obviously carrying the ball up and down the court all the time, making all the decisions for the team. Last night, what I saw, and I want to forget the Rookie of the Year conversation anymore. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> Detroit, you got your guy. And to be honest with you, if I knew that's what Kate Cunningham was prior to the draft and everybody had all this information, I promise you, any franchise in the NBA right now would be willing to give up a haul of picks to move up and get him. And if I was the Detroit Pistons and I wasn't picking at number one and I knew what Cade Cunningham was and what he was going to be, I would have traded four, five first-round picks for that kid. Is it almost better for us that he doesn't win Rookie of the Year? No. To keep him kind of... I don't think it matters. Not that he's not under wraps, but kind of keep him under wraps from what people expect of him. It would definitely be motivated. I mean, I mean I'm sure he'll be motivated regardless, but if you don't win Rookie of the Year, it does leave a certain chip on your shoulder, but he'll be just fine. Like, to your point, whether he wins or not... I don't think that's the who's, concern, but... Who's I mean. the leader of the Toronto Raptors? 
Oh, it's not. I mean, you got Siakam in terms of like an overall player. Fred Van Fleet is yeah. also there, right? Van Fleet, right. Gary Trent Jr., OG uh, Anobi. What do we got in Cleveland? Darius Garland. Darius Garland. Jar- Jared Allen before he <laughs> went down. Laurie Markkinen. Laurie Markkinen. Kevin Love. Okay. Well, Colin Houston. Sexton. Houston sucks, so we're just going to yeah. we're gonna erase <laughs> Everybody that. Everybody sucks. Orlando. Obviously. Franz Wagner. Yeah. I mean, he's playing pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's, he's on, underrated, have, too. Um, God, how, do, how am I forgetting the kid out of um, Indiana? Oh, I'm a horrible human. Name no, the team. No, in Orlando. Oh, Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. Okay, Thank I you. got I'm sorry. You. No, you're good. Kid out of Gonzaga. There you go. God damn it, Adam. <laughs> Anyways, a lot of good players, right? Players I think we appreciate, happy to watch. But please don't at me when it comes to Rookie of the Year anymore. Yeah. There are a ton of very good rookies. And then there is a guy borderline playing like an all-star star player, basically. One of the two. He's borderline that damn good right now. With a team, let's be real. Meh. You feel good about Bagley. Killian Hayes, by the way, developing in front of your eyes. He he's, hit that 82 game mark, and ever since. He's balling. Better and better and better and better. What do you know? Patience. <laughs> Patience is a virtue, isn't it? Come on. Oh, my goodness. I love Justin Spiro, man. Woodward <laughs> Sports do. offered me a contract, but it had don't sexually harass Jeff Claus next door. <laughs> I love Justin, man. Oh, my goodness. That's why That's why we're, we're getting rid of him off the show. Yeah. He's too sexy. The hair. Yeah. Maddie, Maddie sexually harasses him every day. It's a big HR problem. We, we, Fish even tried to slide into Jeff's DMs. I mean, like, do you We blame have a bunch me? of people trying yeah. to sleep with this guy, and it's, it's a lot. Like, I almost... Last night, you know, we I'm not going to lie. I was about to DM Jeff. <laughs> we can't I was going to send him some nudes, and then I, I stopped myself. I didn't want to be like you guys. We can't have two good hairlines on this desk. Like, you got a good—I mean, it's too much. What are you calling Terry ugly? Wow. Wait, what? hold up. How also, did, how did that get to ugly for— t- <laughs> I have phenomenal hair, so excuse me. The braids are a 10 out of 10. <laughs> braids are definitely a 10 out of 10. But look, I'm excited, and I think Detroit Pistons fans should be excited— we want to talk about Rookie of the Year. Fine. You know what? Kukalil is going to be on at 9 o'clock. We'll t- talk yeah. to him more about that. But my biggest takeaway from last night is, and it wasn't even last night. We've seen it for a month now, month and a half now. But just last night in a vacuum, Detroit's got their guy. Yeah, and not no only doubt. do they got their guy, boy, every team, every team would have moved heaven and earth to get up and trade for that guy. Mm-hmm. How do you think some of the teams at the top of the board feel about Luka Doncic, Trey Young, falling? Past oh, them? hindsight, yeah. No, I know, I know. We're Look talking at Sacramento hindsight. now; they're they're still they're struggling. pretty pretty heated about yeah, it for passing. So, but Sacramento suck. Honestly, by the way, <laughs> can we start a petition? What's up? Look, as a Detroit network that is home of the Detroit Lions, which has not been a successful franchise, maybe we don't have room to talk. But I'm just saying. Sacramento doesn't deserve a basketball team. Well, yeah, that's they really you're don't. Absolutely right. Sell the team. The owner sucks. His daughter sings at the halftime shows. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The fans don't care. They got rid of their best player, literally, for Sabonis, who I like. But you got rid of a young, up-and-coming player who's arguably one of, if not your second-best player, maybe? Yeah. Come on. Get rid of Sacramento. You can put him in Vegas. You can put him in oh, anywhere. Put him anywhere except Sacramento. That city does not deserve a basketball team. Give Seattle team. a team again. They're idiots. Screw or them. Seattle. I'm you could say the same thing about the Arizona Coyotes, who are now going to play in their college hockey we know 5,000 people capacity. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah. No. Because they couldn't. Because they uh, lost their lease on their arena. Because that makes... Hi, Jeff. Because that makes total sense. <laughs> no, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't you know, I've had this conversation with myself before, too. Justin Spiro in the chat. I thought I was straight until I saw Jeff glistening on camera. What? You know what? Honestly, Justin, I've thought the same thing, man. Like, literally, I, I can't. My, my, marriage, on... my marriage is at stake every morning. He said glistening on camera. <laughs> I'm sitting across this guy. I can't handle it. Dude. Can't handle it. But you know what I can handle? What can you handle? I can handle a judgment-free zone, even oh, though I'm yes probably the most judgmental <laughs> person in the history of the, of the world. Yeah, this is a judgment-free zone. What are you Planet talking about? Planet Fitness, guys. Oh, by the way, before I, before we get into Planet, happy birthday, Darren McCarty. D-Mag. Happy birthday, D-Mag. Happy birthday, Darren McCarty. Everybody give him a big shout-out. Show him some big love on social media and in the chat. D-Mac is a wonderful guy. I mean, the event over Saturday with Claude Demieux was amazing. And he's got something very special planned this morning. I'm very excited for all of you to Ooh. see. Coming around 10.30. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. I think people are going to love it. But having said that, Planet Fitness, your home of the judgment-free zone. Your fitness is essential. And if you're like me, you're going to have to take your fitness pretty seriously at the end of the day. Mental, physical health is one of the most important aspects of our day-to-day -day lives. And Planet Fitness is where you can get on the right track and start it today. Zero down, $10 a month. Visit planetfitness.com or any of their Metro Detroit locations. Again, guys, that's Planet Fitness. Six dark corners, a driveway and a patio, five windows that could become doors. Every house has unique security challenges. Guardian Alarm has more tech, more team, and more ways to help keep them all safe. Get a professionally designed and installed security and smart home system from Guardian Alarm. Sign up today and get a free video device. Guardian Alarm. Smart. Right from the start. Call 1-800-STAY-OUT. Get a shot up. This is for the win. All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. I don't know about you, but I know what I'm doing this weekend, and it's going tanning at Chili Peppers Tanning. That's where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D with spotless sanitized rooms and trained certified tanning professionals. Join the Pepper Club for all the best deals on unlimited tanning. They'll even beat your competitors by $5. Don't forget to pick up Australian Gold Designer oh, yeah. Skin, Caltan, and Swedish Beauty Lotions. Chili Peppers Tanning, that's where you find the hottest deals, the hottest bulbs, 
and the darkest tans. Sweet home Alabama. I gotta do that. Lord, I'm coming on to you. Keep going. No, that's it. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, God. What do we got now? Uh, TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Is it his birthday today, by the way? Yep. Don't do it. Are we about to talk about him on his birthday? Potentially say we don't mind trading him. All right, hold up. Is uh, it, is it his birthday is July 3rd. Oh, thank okay. God. Okay, right. no. Anyways, should the Detroit Lions sign... Where did you sign- get that from? I don't know. I could have sworn I saw it in my Twitter feed today, but it's April Fool's, so God knows what's true today. Anyways, should the Detroit Lions sign TJ Hawkinson to a long-term <clears throat> deal? And if they're not able to sign him, are you nervous about him getting the fifth-year option and what it means for his future in Detroit? Jeff, I'll let you start. Well, with TJ Hawkinson, we kind of, you know, we talked about this in the back of the office a couple days ago as well. And, and TJ, I, I like him as a player, obviously, what he brings to the Lions. Health has always been a question for him. Um, in terms of his fifth-year option, I think absolutely. I mean, you're already there's already reports now that they're trying to extend him. There's a different question, though. Would you extend TJ Hawkinson for, you know, you're not paying him top five tight end money unless he comes out this year and has a career year. But again... That's a guy you got to bring back, at least for your, his fifth-year option. Give him this year. Give him this year to prove himself. One thing with T.J. Hawkinson is this was the year for him. He got hurt, uh, had about 10 weeks, wasn't playing well, honestly, through those 10 weeks. But, again, he was the number one option on offense. Defenses knew how to focus on him. It was tough for him. But going into next season, you're trying to surround him with more talent on the perimeter and make T.J. Hawkinson better and kind of take some of the load off of his shoulders because that's where the health kind of comes into play. We mention it. We joke about it all the time. T.J. Hawkinson diving, making diving plays, you know, hitting his head and uh, getting injured. But this year, I think we were having the discussion last year before the season, where does T.J. Hawkinson rank among tight ends? We had him right outside the top five. So in my mind, healthy, T.J. has the ability to be in that conversation, but will he? Can he stay healthy? That's the question. So that's why, yeah, no question. You'd give him the fifth-year option, but you wait, I think, to extend him because in my mind, look at the two division winners, AFC, the Titans. Name their tight end. Go. That's what I thought. You can't think of them off the top of your head. Name the NFC winners, uh, like the Green Bay Packers. Name their tight end. Tanya was injured. Go. All right. So that's what I'm talking about. That's the point. He's grown so much. That's the point. Uh, can, so, I, can I, like, just loll <laughs> over him? I, I don't even know that, the word. So to, to summarize so it, sexy. give him the fifth-year option, but don't feel pressure on giving him big money right now. At least let him play out this year, see what he is. That's Look, how I feel about it. TJ Hawkinson's injury history is concerning because it's a concussion history. It's, it's a difficult thing to gauge. And when I look at what tight ends are getting paid and the premier ones – TJ Hawkinson is not a premier tight end. He has, pre- excuse me, he has premier upside. He has premier intangibles, but he has not delivered yet. And I know you guys get really butthurt when I bring up TJ Hawkinson, but it's just the truth because he is Eric Ebron. There's no difference between him and Eric Ebron their first three years statistically. 40 games each. Hawkinson, 1,640 yards. Eric Ebron, 1,497 yards. 12 touchdowns for Hawkinson, 7 for Ebron. Neither of them are spectacular by any means. Right. And what, is it, what does that mean? Uh, their catch rate is very similar. If anything, Hawkinson has a lower catch rate than the Butterfinger himself. And again, what does that mean? Well, it means you just you haven't, re- you haven't gotten the production of a fifth-year option contractual tight end. Fair? He is not one of the elite tight ends. Mark Andrews is elite. Darren Waller is elite. Travis Kelsey. Even George Kittle. You can all love George Kittle. 
He's a problem right now. Not being able to stay healthy on the field and make impact is a problem for that Niner team. So over three seasons, Hawkinson averages three touchdowns a year. Or four, excuse me. Right. Ebron, roughly two. No, again, is TJ Hawkinson better than Eric Ebron? Duh. But statistically, there's nothing extremely, oh my goodness, eye-popping separation here. And why I bring that up is you have to understand what you're getting right now. You're getting a guy that's never available. And when he is, he's in and out. He's very inconsistent. And do I have to remind you, his best game was his first ever game in the NFL. And he hasn't come anywhere near that since. Come on. Let's be honest here. This this is the concern with TJ Hawkinson. He has way more upside than Eric Ebron ever had. TJ Hawkinson has the ability to become a top five tight end. But he's never available. He's not even producing. And unfortunately for him, even this year, it was a pretty bad year. Anthony Lynn did nobody any favors, to be honest with you. I would have liked to see T.J. Hawkinson healthy all year to see what he would have looked like under Ben Johnson, but that's now where I'm coming from is I want to see production this year. I want to see significant impact from this tight end. And if he delivers, well, then I am more comfortable delivering and offering a contract. Having said that, even if he does, I still have to take the injury history into consideration. So what am I going to be able to keep him for? That that is my concern with T.J. Hawkinson. Absolutely, the price. The because uh, what is he going to ask for? Obviously, he's not going to ask for Mark Andrews. At least I expect him to. Who knows? But Travis Kelsey money, no. Uh, Mark Andrews money, you, no. You, you shouldn't, right? He hasn't right. earned that money. And also, again, would I prefer the Lions to keep T.J. Hawkinson and everything works out? Yeah, I would. I am. I'm not happy talking about this this morning right. <laughs> at all. I want him to be healthy. I want him producing. I want him to be what I believe all of us in this room and everybody listening at home right now believes he can be. But he's not right now. And that's the reality. Oh, do you trade him? No, look. That's a tough decision. And you're going to have to make that decision midway into the year. If he's hurt, again. I mean, you're going to have to talk to the agent and figure out, like, dude, we'll give you a deal, but you're going to have to come down a lot. A lot, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see how it plays out. But again, Hawkinson has never proven he's one of the elites. He was a pro bowler, Adam. Yeah, like the fourth fill-in. Yeah. Dumb shit. He's never had a 1,000-yard season, has he? No. He's never had double-digit touchdown season, has he? No. He had the breakout year. You're talking about the Pro Bowl, you know. He didn't even have it. a breakout year. It was a breakout yeah, game. It was 700 and something yards and six yeah, touchdowns. Pro Bowler. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about TJ Hawkinson. I'm wishing him the best. I'm wishing him nothing but health. But Wendy, Ebron was not better. Come on. Come on. The point is, he's no different than Ebron in terms of production, availability. Right. They've played the same amount of games through three <laughs> seasons in Detroit. And I could argue that Eric Ebron was the third, fourth option on that team, while Hawkinson is the first. And yes, one played with Matthew Stafford for all those years, and Calvin Johnson was there. But still, nobody's saying TJ Hawkinson isn't better than <laughs> Eric Ebron. What we're saying this morning is there's a real conversation that must be had. Or we've 
again missed on another player. And again, yes, he does run block. He offers a ton of value. Well, how is he going to run block for me, Jeff, if he's never available on the field? And not only that, if your main concern is, well, he run blocks, so I want to resign him. I think that's where the concern is. Like yeah, you can well, find those guys. Sorry, in the t in today's <laughs> NFL, tight ends are your extension of the wide receiver. Right. And if you don't have a tight end that can get you that production, you shouldn't be paying them that kind of money. You know why? Because seven of the eight division-winning teams in the NFL this year did not have a thousand-yard receiving tight end. Travis Kelsey was the only one. Yeah. Travis Kelsey was the only one. The AFC North, who won the division? Oh, C.J. Uzama and the Cincinnati Bengals. Who won the division in the AFC South? Oh, oh, the Tennessee Titans and God knows who. And they lost Johnny Smith the offseason prior. Who won the AFC East? Buffalo Bills, Dawson Knox, I got to say, good tight end. But he got but hurt. But he's not elite. Yeah, and he got hurt as well, and they were winning. So it, uh, yeah. NFC South? Buccaneers, Rob Gronkowski missed most of the year. But look, you know, Rob is well past his prime. He's still producing. Right. But that's not the conversation we're having here. NFC East? Dalton Schultz? NFC West? TJ, uh, excuse me, Tyler Higby? NFC South? I already did the South. East, West. Uh, the NFC North? Tunyon? But he was hurt all year. Yeah, he was hurt all year. So now I'm not getting. I'm not saying that you need a tight. Look, you want to tell me run blocking? Fine, has value. You can go find tight ends that can just run block and not pay them ten, twelve million dollars a year to do it. Yeah, your coach was one. That's the point. So yes, the tight end is now an extension of the wide receiver position. And if you have one like the Lions do, that can give you both. That is an advantage. Your problem with this tight end is he's never available. That's it. That's it. It's not his skill set. It's not his ability. I believe everybody in this room and all of you listening at home believe in this guy. Yeah. He's never available. And he's not producing. That That is the problem. And even even watching TJ Hawkinson this year, and, you know, MM brought up a great point. It was a point that I was, I was going to bring up about TJ and his big playability. Like, he obviously doesn't have the big playability of a Darren Waller, a Travis Kelsey, or a George Kittle. Or even Mark Andrews, for that matter. Those are your top four, top five tight ends. So, in, in that case, you, you want this year... It's got to be a big year for him. It really has to. As of right now, it's hard for me to sit here and say we should extend him considering what Adam just said, the availability. A lot of things factor into it, but this year's big. He's got to get over 1,000 yards, in my opinion. That's kind of the goal this year. And he can do it with this wide receiver core. It's not, you know, there's not a dominant number one. He can still do it, but there is help along the perimeter. So um, he's got great hands, and uh, hopefully another year with Jared Goff, he'll pick up right where he left off. But we'll see. It's a big year for him, Adam. It really is. Really make or break. All right, well, make or break is you better be downtown at the Brass Row. Hell, forget the Brass Row. You better be downtown for opening day next yes. Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, the morning show will be live from 8 to 10 down at the Brass Rail, along with Big D Energy down at the Music Hall from 11 to 1, and, of course, from 2 to 4 back at the Brass Rail. The bottom line, it's going to be great. Tigers baseball is back. I am very excited. Jesus Christ, baseball and the lockout, that was a whole thing. All the drama, Riley Green. Is he going to be a rookie of the year? You're damn right. He may possibly be, and we're going to get to that right after the break. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more, from large luxury homes to starter homes. 
We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Detroit, you've been waiting. You've been asking. And now he's back. Back. Starting Monday, April 4th. Terry Foster joins the Morning Woodward Show every day, bringing you Detroit sports like only he can. The Morning Woodward Show with Terry Foster and Adam starts April 4th, live on the Woodward Sports Network. Jesus Christ. I don't know where to start with Fulling Warehouse, but I know where you should start. Go over to Fulling Warehouse, especially this weekend. If you're available, Fulling Warehouse in Hamtramck, home of the original football bowling pin game called Fulling. Host your corporate party, team building event, or... You can just come in with family and friends. They have two ways to play. Their $10 unlimited open play where you can stay the whole time until they are closed. Or a private lane reservation for $120 for up to 10 people for two hours. They have over 100 different beers. They also have their famous $2 mystery beer machine and multiple full bars. You bring the food or have it delivered in. Come get your full on. Check it out at fullingwarehouse.com. All right, guys. Tigers baseball coming up next Friday. Can't wait for the season to start. Riley Green is on a tear this spring training and my question this morning is you know everyone we talk about Torkelson right but it seems like low-key Riley Green is probably a little bit more ready or at least he's just playing that way having said that Detroit we talk about Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider fighting for the Calder trophy yeah another being two people one fight. and two Detroit get ready for another tandem in Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson fighting for the AL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. And Jeff, my question to you is, first of all, how legit is Riley Green? Second, can you see him actually contending for the Rookie of the Year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's two guys we said we were excited to watch the most, Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson. You saw it yesterday, the catch that Riley Green made. Obviously, you talk about being ready. And I agree with you. I think he's obviously more so ready. And this year is going to be one of the most interesting years because I said this prior. A lot of what the Tigers are expected to do from the fans' perspective is based on these guys. It really is. And what you're seeing, out, of, especially in, in spring training, it gives you hope. It gives you at least a little bit of you know, uh, positiveness going into the season. And, and if you want to talk about Riley Green, that was kind of my favorite to watch out of the two, Torkelson or Riley Green. When Riley Green was first taken, I was a little skeptical, not going to lie to you. But at this point in time, I'm excited, incredibly excited to see the Tigers this year. I think, you know, not only that, the big playability um, at bat, but making plays in the outfield. 
it, it really is special. And that's a guy that you talk about, you know, Kate Cunningham, the most ciders, you know, the Lucas Raymonds. You're going to have the Riley Green and the Spencer Torkelson. So it, it really is. It, if anything, it makes, should make you excited because the city of Detroit now has four sports teams all at the same time that are in this rebuilding process, that, but all have promising young players. And that's the positive part about this whole thing. I mean, despite what the record is this year, you're going to see entertaining baseball from the, these two guys. So I'm incredibly excited. I mean, what do you guys make of it? I think I'm so excited for the Tigers. I think the lockout really made everybody a little bit more excited, if you will. Yeah. So I was like, dang, are we really not going to have baseball this year? Or like, what's going on? Opening day is huge in Detroit. And now we have these two studs in spring training just absolutely killing it. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos on like Twitter with – just absolutely crushing the baseball. Yeah, crushing it's, it. It's amazing to watch. We haven't seen hitters like that on the Tigers in a minute. Um, but I'm excited to see them come out and see what they can do. Again, it's a team that we have high expectations for, but also it's like we know it's a younger team. So it could go either way. And it's very, very cool to see all of the Detroit teams in the same position right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. And we talk about the Tigers. I mean, Adam expects them to at least contend for the AL Central and although I love it I love the the optimism you have to kind of take a step back like I said a lot of what they're doing depends on these young guys number one but the second year guys coming into this year as well mm -hmm. so um you know it's it's probably easier to sit back and say they're going to be better obviously they are going to be extremely better considering how they played down the stretch last season I, I still have them a little bit above 500 I think that's a fair expectation for them but no doubt Torkelson I mean they're they're crushing baseballs I, I think that's the most exciting part about this whole thing <laughs> And I know Adam is just excited. We talked about this, what, a week ago. And uh, he, he mentioned right <laughs> one, one last time. <laughs> I just love the subtle, like, walking back. Look at the thumbs up. Presidential campaign, draft the cocaine, baby. That's the guy right there. Buy this man on your shirt. Go to the store. You'll become 10% more sexier. I swear. Um, um. <laughs> but... It'll be a true testament on opening day when they play the White Sox. Yeah, no, so. that, that's the real test. I, I'm, I can't keep – yeah, oh, my God, I can't even speak right now. This guy's just messing me all up. But, yeah, the White Sox, I, I still have them winning the AL Central. I don't know. Something tells me the Tigers aren't really there yet completely, but they're going to be certainly better, and they could certainly contend for it. So I'm kind of um, happy it's our first real three games of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And then we have, op we have opening day next, next Friday. We'll be down there. Mm -hmm. Finally, that'll be awesome. It'll be a lot. It'll be a lot of people down there. But um, regardless what happens next Friday, I'm excited. I really am, Adam. And I know you are too. <laughs> Look at that face. Look at the face this man's making. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Put that away. Put, Put that Jeff's away. face up. <laughs> yeah. Dropping. Man. I did. Uh, Anyways. Bomb. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I really am. Um, Jeff, I'm going to miss standing behind you awkwardly and uh, saying nothing. Not <laughs> I know. Lie. I am too. Trust me. Kind of in my feelings now. I can't wait till you do that to Terry and he's just like... <laughs> Terry's <laughs> going to backhand the hell out of me. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get along with Terry. <laughs> Swear to God. I mean it. I don't think it's going to work. We're going to find Jeff, out. get along just fine with him. Terry, I feel like I'm going to want to choke him out the first week. Yeah, Probably. Terry's a legend. He, he's just like he's not gonna shut the hell up. So you have done like shows with him. I know there were one-off shows, but you've done shows with him. Yeah, a long time ago. It's though. way different to do like one show long here and there. Long time ago. And I have to like sit. How about like know, two months ago? Yeah, I'm gonna miss Jeff. You know what? This segment's not about how much I'm gonna miss Jeff. <laughs> Aren't we saving that for the Sorry, final Tigers. 20 minutes? Or are we doing the final <laughs> two I, I hours? I can talk of about Jeff. it for an hour. I really am. I'm sad. 
We got eight minutes before we have to move on. <laughs> I don't want to move on. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm Spirit. not ready. Wow. I'm not ready. I'm Jack. Breaking up is hard to Jack. Jack, do. don't let go. Come back. <laughs> Jack. Baby, come back. I'm, let, I'm letting go. Right. Wow, you're letting no, go. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> he said I'm letting go. He goes, don't let go. I'm letting go. Screw this. Dang. No, I know. It's, it's wow. sad. I, I mean, I really am blessed. I, I say this a lot, but I, for someone my age to be in the position I am in, Every single day, I'm thankful Let's for what honest, I do. Let's be honest, you sucked a lot of dick to get and, where you're and at. That's right? wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to say that, Adam. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to tell him that. All right. Let you're me trying just, to grow in this industry, uh, industry Jeff. You know what Go to suck do. some dick. All right. Well, All right. no. It, the, the, no. It, uh, do not do that. Absolutely not. But but I am blessed. I really am. I mean, th that's why I take this thing so seriously. I, I never, you know, one, one day of this entire six-month process, I never... You know came in here and not take it seriously because i know how much you know we got loyal fans that watch the show that obviously are excited to watch us every morning eight to ten and i just take a lot of pride in it so it, it does hurt obviously that now i'm doing other things in woodward sports but i'm so excited for terry foster and I you don't have to be on your knees anymore it's like a huge <laughs> step for you man <laughs> anyway people out there are gonna be like yo this now anyway. i know how to get in woodward <laughs> wow no let's not say that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man i'm sorry back to the tigers though yeah. Are you over it already? No, I mean we have literally 20 minutes planned out for Jeb. I don't, I yeah, don't want to ruin it. At the end it. of the show. I know. I yeah, know. we can't get. Don't get in the feels yet. We'll save it. Anyways. Torkelson, what you think? Who Riley Green. Guys? Adam. I, I think Riley Green honestly could have a better year than Spencer Torkelson. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But yeah. you know what's impressed me about Torkelson? He's batting above 280, and. He's not hitting for power technically, you know, when you look at the home run category. Not driving in a ton of runs in spring training, but he's still making solid contact. The velocity off the bat is impressive. I mean, that's a guy that I always talk about Comerica Park. And how many more home runs would Miguel Cabrera would have had if Comerica Park didn't have the center field it did? Torkelson should have no problem hitting anywhere in that ballpark, at least for his first six, eight years. No issue. And my question is, between the two, which one is more ready, Jeff, uh, to put together, let's say, a 20 and 70 stat line, right? Yeah. Batting around 270, 280. Who in their rookie year can hit for 20-plus home runs, go over 70, possibly 80 RBIs driven in? How many, uh, which one of the two are you more confident that they can bat, I would say, plus 275? That would be fantastic for a rookie. I said Torkelson. Uh, we were talking about him back at the Hall Financial. We did the, the show on the road. I'm probably going to stick with Torkelson just because of, of, of the upside and everything he brings. But Riley Green, I'm not going to be surprised. I mean, it's kind of the most cider and Lucas Raymond thing. When we talked about it before the season, we, we were in love with Lucas Raymond when he came out. But now it's most cider. So I think it could be a back and forth thing, Adam. I really do. If I had to bet my money, I'll go Riley Green. Because I did say that at Hall Financial. I'll stay consistent with it. But Torkelson could certainly pop off as well. I mean, honestly, I'm incredibly excited. I really am. And Miggy taking the step back, being the DH, like so much room to grow for these guys. I just think Torkelson is the more complete batter. Yeah, he is. And even if Torkelson starts the first month batting 130, by the end of the year, he'll be around 270, 280. Why? Because he is just so calm. And if you watched him in the minors last year, he struggled a lot to start. I mean, it was very frustrating. He couldn't get his first home run. I want to say it was like eight, ten games, if I remember correctly. He was struggling. And he lit the entire circuit on fire once he found his groove, once he found his stride. Right. 
that that's a scary thing that's a that's a complete package as a batter i'm excited to see them both in tigers uniforms this season next friday opening day We'll be down at the Brass Row for the show. I am very, very excited. It's going to be electric. I might go to the game, honestly. Yeah. It's that tempting. Seriously. What are we doing? You know, have some drinks, go to the game, meet some people. Say less. Have some hot dogs. I'll, I'll streak oh. on the, I'll streak in Comerica. <laughs> oh, God. I don't have any Imagine doubts. that scene. <laughs> hmm? I said I don't have any doubts. Yeah. You do it with me? Uh, no. Why? I'm, a, I'm out on that <laughs> Why? one. Why? Hmm? I'm out on that one, but I'll support you. Oh. I'll, I'll make a sign. What a great friend. <laughs> what a great friend. That's my friend. <laughs> That's what Maddie's going to be doing in the in the stands. Oh, my God. I know that guy. Yeah, hell, I'll be doing that, too. <laughs> hey, that's Adam. Well, Butt naked on the instead field. Of, instead of Jeff's face, we'll have your face. Oh, I should tattoo Jeff's face on my face. Oh, wow. Mean, Jesus I mean, Christ. You know what I mean? You know what? I might get Jeff's face tattooed on my ass. Um... Why there? How do know. you feel about that? How would you feel about I that? I don't, I don't really know how is to feel a, about that. Is that like I've never a had, friendship, my man? I've never had know? another man tell me he's gonna tattoo his, my face on his ass before. I'm the like, first I'm kind of like honored in a way, but yeah, that's also kind of weirded out. Like, you know what? Hell for it. Do it, Maddie. Whoa. What do you think? I think you should do it. Yeah, that's imagine, what I'm imagine every time yeah. your wife sees your ass, she just sees my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine that. Well, I mean, uh, if she's seeing my ass, that means I'm getting pegged. So uh, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Hey, I don't know what you guys are doing. All right, I don't know what's going on. Hey, I, mean, I like the idea. You know, go ahead and do mind. it. We're not going. There. No, go for it. Oh, <laughs> We've already crossed the line. At this point, there's no return. You gotta do it now. There's was... nothing that you could say that could just top what I just said. I promise you. <laughs> no, I know, but I was gonna say like you don't just walk around your house naked. No, I mean, but fish wanting to put cameras in my house, <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable with. Yeah, fish. Fish. I mean, fish. You need to live with another chick, and then you understand why you can't have a camera in the house. <laughs> I mean, it's called content. They do it for TV shows. It's called what? So you want him to be a reality TV content? show with Adam? It is. No, it's not you even You want me to reality? start documenting my day-to-day -day life, Fish? I'd pay money for it. Sure, if you want to. Should I? Just have no. a cameraman follow me around all day? People would want no, to but it has to be hidden because you're going to, like, you're going to, you get to pick and choose at that point. It's not fun. We're going to edit it out. Don't worry. <laughs> well, We're going to edit it out. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit your ass so out. My, Don't worry about whatever. it. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Let's go to break. Jesus Christ. You know what? You guys are so awesome, by the way, in the chat, because you've sent an abundance of mock drafts. That, you know what? Damn it. We're going to go over more fan mock drafts. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah. Shout out to Let's fans. Why not? You guys are so awesome. You keep sending them in, so we're going to keep doing them. You send them. We grade them. We'll get to that in a little bit. But before we do, Jeff, could you tell everybody at home about the sports marketing agency? Yes. Well, our friends at SMA, they've been leveraging pro athletes for over a decade against the issues around mental health and substance use disorder. But now, with the help of NFL alumni, Sean Jordan has been able to save lives and take a stand against these issues. That's why soon coming to Woodward Sports, the Sports Marketing Agency podcast called This is the F-Word Series on Fentanyl. If you are struggling with substance abuse or mental health, they are here to help. Go to thesportsma.com. Have them know that Woodward, Woodward Sports sent you. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Yeah! Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime.
three NBA championships. Detroit fans were there. 11 Stanley Cups. Detroit fans were there. Four World Series wins. Detroit fans were there. And uh, that one Lions playoff win in 1991, yeah, Detroit fans were there. Woodward Sports, where the fans are. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. We got some mock drafts to get to, guys. So let's get started. Alex, could you please put the first one on the screen? I don't see it. I'm curious. He says, please hold. Please hold. Please hold. Please hold, everybody, oh while gosh. I do this. What, how many different voices do you have? I oh, can do it. I can do a lot of voices. Anyways, they trade back with the Atlanta Falcons, which I think is a realistic option. Oh, they no. get Trayvon Walker, home run so far. Love that. God damn it. Oh, no. Damn. Who sent this? I want to know names. Oh, oh, no. I want names. Is this what I just sent you? No. No. Who, who sent this? Oh, oh, no. Please hold. You're so needy. I want to know right now. This is Benji. Uh, this is Benji. Digital. Benji? Benji. He Where's might be in the chat. Benji, if you're in the chat, I want you to write anything. He is. Is he? Ban yeah. him. Ban him from the chat. Permanently remove him. <laughs> I'm not joking. Unacceptable. Unbelievable. You Unbelievable. You got a great. Give this one a grace. Sam, I'm not giving it. F. F. <laughs> F. For the Sam Hollow at 34. F, 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 F. Cool. We're, we're on the same page here. F? Yep. I'll give it an F. I, listen, Sam Howell, Sam I, Howell. I can't do it, man. Sam Howell, Baker Mayfield's twin brother. A fat fuck waiting to happen. Congratulations, Detroit. Benji, I'm so disappointed in you. I'm so disappointed. You get an F. You get an F, dude. That is, that is embarrassing. How is the quarterback rating higher than the freaking edge rusher at eight who's projected to go top five and a safety that I, I think everyone's pretty pretty high on? I like Micah McFadden in the fifth, and he got the same grade for that as he did Howell in the, in the second round early. No, I, I can't do the same Howell. I'm sorry. I, I like the first and second pick, though. Jaquan and Trayvon, I'll take it. But All right, let's do the next one before I punch Benji in the face. I love you, Benji, but I hate you right now. You're going to punch a lot of people in the face today, I think. That's probably going to happen. All right, next. What do we got? Trayvon Walker, same trade back. Trayvon Walker, all right, Brisker, Chanel, Cameron Thomas, Justin, Justin Ross. Ross, Carson. This is a great draft outside of Jelani Woods. Really? It's very good. Down the board, every, he's nailed on every pick except Jelani Woods, and it ends at JT Woods. 
JT Woods is a great pick that that late in the draft. This one is Dalton's. Dalton? Yeah. Dalton what? Does he have a name? Dalton Parrish. Dalton Parrish. You get I like you this get draft. a B plus A minus from me. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Brisker because I'm starting to fall in love with Kirby Joseph more and more from Illinois. So I believe I can get him at ninety seven possibly, but sixty six maybe I have to reach for him. Who knows? Doesn't matter. It's a solid draft. You get one of the best linebackers in the draft. You get a premier edge rusher. You've addressed the safety position, even though he plays very similar to Tracy Walker, but whatever. We'll let it slide. Cameron Thomas, I'm a big fan of his. Justin Ross, mm. home run. I don't mind the receiver t- uh, being taken. Never. I don't mind project quarterbacks. Carson Strong, don't mind it at all. JT Woods, again, a good safety. So it's a good draft. It really is. I think it's a very good draft. Yeah. I give it the same grade, B plus, A minus. I like this one. All right. Let's get the next one on the board. Who is this one from, ladies and gentlemen? I'll wait for it to show up on the screen. All right. Who's the motherfucker? It's Micro Mike. Micro Mike. Micro Mike. I expect a text message with an apology. <laughs> um, all right. All right, Mike. He went there. All right, Mike. You know what, Mike? Yeah, I thought we were friends. You know that? I really did. I thought we had a connection together. I thought there was something special between the two of us. No one's messing. And now I realize that y- you've had no intention of being friends with me. All you wanted to do was fuck me. Wow. And you did, Mike. You <laughs> fucked me. I hope you're happy. At least take you out to dinner first. My God, man. I mean, all those safeties. He did take me out to dinner. Oh, he did? Well, yeah. Oh. And now he's just r- ramming me with no permission right now. Me too. Hey, at least no one's messing with that secondary. I'm in the Me Too movement now. In the Me Too movement. God damn it, Micro Mike. Yeah, this is tough. All right. Alex, if you may, please. I can't can't look at that ever again. My balls are burning. To be honest, though, there was some good safeties off the board. I mean, (laughs) we're set at the safety position. I mean, you can say that. Lines are set. Oh, God. I would have taken the punter second overall. Anyways... Okay, interesting trade back with Washington all the way to 11. You follow to Drake London. You trade. Okay. This is very interesting. Joquan Brisker at 34. Why are you giving up the 32nd overall pick to Washington? Can somebody explain that to me? You're not. Where'd it go? I'll read off the trade. Uh, He traded back. Yes. He tra- okay. He- that makes much more sense with Atlanta for a first-round pick next year. No, for a second and a third? Eh, I don't like that. That That is not enough for a fifth-year option contract. Yeah. That is not. I don't, that is an F trade. But anyways, the players. Drake London, I give it an A. Jaquan Brisker, people are a fan of. Don't mind it at all. Leo Chanel, very good. Chad Muma, I'm not sure why you drafted a second linebacker, but whatever, I'll accept it. Josh Peschel, okay, fine. Value there, I don't mind it. But I would have rather seen uh, Kirby Joseph. And then at 34, I'd rather have seen an edge rusher. I would have rather seen at 47, Cameron Thomas. This is an F. Who sent this? D. Schuler. D. Schuler. I hope Maddie said your name right, but it's an F, man. It is an F. Yeah, I mean... it's taken everything in Too me right now. Too many trades, I think, in my opinion, but uh, again... Not to grab my baseball bat from my garage and hit you over the side of the head. That's I, get, the I give this one true. like a B-. minus. B? I'm giving it an F. You're giving it a B-, minus, Jeff? What are you, on drugs? It's just... I mean, Jeff's too nice. He got value for Jeff, it. You, you just made a, too many trades. You gotta be a... Jeff is trying to keep his card up. 
Whatever. I honestly don't really mind. Is I like micro the players. Mic up this morning. I like the Get players. your ass up out of bed, Micro. Like, we have beef now. And kill him. <laughs> Safeties. All, all the picks except the last one. That one gets an A. Jesus Christ. Oh. Can we get another one up on the board? Abe just sent me one, too. Tell Abe to... <laughs> Abe. All right. What the hell is this? That didn't come from me. What? What? I did? No. What? No. What the? F what? You're not going to receive all that. Adam, what? you forwarded it, so... What? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? I just sent you one. Another one. The who? What? Whoa. You're going to love this next one. A tenth pick. The That's third round, a fourth round, a fourth round, a fifth round, a fifth round. <laughs> Next year's first, the third round, the fourth round, the fifth round, the sixth round, the first round, the third round, the fourth round, the fifth round, the sixth round. The Jets would never do this. You would never do this. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. This is the anti-definition of draft of cocaine. How PFF gave you an A- minus is a joke. You get an F, sir. Failure. Stupidity. You dumb cocksucker. That is the worst <laughs> mock draft I've ever seen in my life. 18 picks to move F, 10. F, I like that. F, 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 You. <laughs> that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. You got to see this one I just sent Alex. This All one right, was... Abe, go ahead. Hey, Show hey, me the Abe one. I know, I know, I Abe, know, buddy. Abe I sent know. one. I, I thought it was interesting. Just remember, guys. Very come on. I just remember, you have to use the word allegedly when talking about Abe. No, I'm just gonna kill people. Honestly, I'm done alleged. <laughs> I don't care if I go to jail all my life. I'm gonna kill all you motherfuckers. That's what I'm gonna do. Someone's <laughs> got to take care of you. You're the problem. Yeah. All right. Send me the stupid ape thing. All right, ape. Let's see what you did now. <laughs> I didn't. You know what, guys? This is why we can't have nice things in life. Take this crap down. Listen. Listen to all of you listening right now. Okay. Pay very close attention. This is why we can't have nice things. All right. I try to extend an olive branch. Allow you to send me your mock drafts, and you send me that dick. Abe, I'm going to ban you from the page. He took Sam Howell number two. Sam overall. Howell number two overall. You guys are the <laughs> biggest trolls I've ever met in my life, and I absolutely love it. I love it. Kenneth Walker at 32. He got Fs for three in a row. Uh, it is worse than Michael Mike's. I'd rather have all the safeties than what the hell just unfolded in this draft. <laughs> two punters, two quarterbacks. Get the... F I <laughs> ah! Listen. Listen. Hey, Everyone's pulling April Fool's jokes on you. This is not an April Fool's joke. This is <laughs> sick. This joke. is the definition of <laughs> sick-minded people. This is trolling. Again, if you want to send your mock drafts, I suggest you do it now. Funky in the chat. Oops. Did he send one? If not, I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> All right, let me go to my Twitter. I Maybe he it. sent it there. God dang it. I mean, regardless of what you guys... All right, Alex Wims... Oh, no. What is On this Twitter, for? sent us a mock draft. He traded back to Carolina. Okay. All right? But he got this year's first-round pick and next year's first-round pick from Carolina. I like that. It's a good trade. Yeah. So he drafts Trayvon Walker at 6, Daxton Hill at 32, Leo Chanel at 34, 
John Mechie the third at 66. Carson Strong at 97. JT Woods at 177. Derek Desi Jr. from San Jose State tight end at 181. And the rest is whatever. I don't mind it. It's not my favorite mock draft I've seen, but it's not bad. I'll give you credit, Alex. Thanks for not being a troll. <laughs> Thank you for not being a scumbag human being. Ben Niz, Borski, I don't know. Uh, you're probably like Polish. Don't roast <laughs> me. Don't roast me for my draft. Or no, he said roast me. Why would I roast you? This is really good. Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall. Daxton Hill, number 32 overall. He traded the 34th overall pick for the 37th pick and a fourth rounder. He then gets Brian Asamoah in the second round. Kirby Joseph in the third round. Romeo Dubes in the third round. Mijia uh, Sanders from Cincinnati at 107. Okay. Nefe Sewell at 177. A tight end at 188. Or, excuse me, 181. Yeah, why would I roast you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to you, Ben. This is good. That's a pretty good draft. This is good. Why would I roast you? Back-to-back ma- back back Wolverines in the first round. I like it. Yeah, no, I like it. I don't like the Daxton Hill thing, but still, it's a solid draft overall. Yeah. I can live with that. All right. I just, I Jesse just Adams, by more. the way. Shout out to Jesse Adams enjoying the show on his day off, watching it. Got to show him some love. Yeah, all right. This is I the just, last one I'm taking okay. before I have a heart attack. You guys are killing me this morning. Let's see how we respond to this one. All right. Malik Will. It is Philly's picks. Why is the trade with Philly even a thing? Put it back up there. Put it back. Yeah, he traded back for him. Put it back. All right. All right. Let's say I entertain this, okay? You end up with Malik Willis in the first round, Devin Lloyd in the first round, Jermaine Johnson in the first round, Jaquan Brisker in the first round. You have four first round picks that you need to play. uh, You need to pay. Enjoy. 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 Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. You have not... I don't know what to give you here. I really don't. Great players, just too many in the first round. I mean, too many players. That is not value to me. I am allowing 14 teams to select before I take a player. And I'm only getting three first round picks, yes, in this year's draft. But what? Is Devin Lloyd even going to be there? Jermaine Johnson's a projected top 10 pick. They both are. Yeah. Come on. It's not like Malik Willis is not going to be there at 15. Depends who you listen to. Oh, my God. I mean, it's it's an insane draft haul, right? A lot of good talent. That's just not it. Bear Moore says he sent it. He sent a mock draft on Twitter. Um, I'm going to check it out, Bear. Where is it? I also sent Alex two more. Bear, I don't see it, buddy. What's your real name? You guys are starting to piss me off. <laughs> Here's my mock draft. Probably a pipe dream. He trades back with Atlanta, gets George Karlaftis. I'm not reading the rest. You drafted that fat fuck out of Purdue. <laughs> Who sent that? Harrison. Harrison, you know I love you. You've been an OG for a long time with Woodward, but let's go to hell. I'm not reading that. <laughs> You've been an OG, but I'm not. Go to I'm hell. not reading that. That is disgusting. All right. Does anybody have? All right. You know what? I hate you guys. What else we got? Oh no. I hate you guys very much. Um, does it get does what it get time better? Is it 8.59? Yeah. Maddie, get break. us out of here. I can't yes. do this anymore. So we have to go to break. Oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. I have to be fair. I have to be fair. He just sent it. He's still typing to me. All right. Just let me finish this last one. He trades back, and this is Steven Miletic. I hope I said your name right. 
I hope we ended on a. He says, "Here's a, the last mock draft. I hope we ended on a good note." Trades back with Atlanta. Okay, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Gets a first and second round next year, along with a second and third this year. So good value. Yeah. Drafts Devin Lloyd at eight. Don't mind it. Ed Benito. Oh, excuse me, Ed. Nick Benito at thirty-two. Jaquan Brisker at thirty-four. Jalen Pitrie at thirty. Or excuse me, forty-three. John Mechie at 66, Jalen Tolbert at 74, Bailey Zappi at 97, Hassan Haskins, Nefe Sewell, and Cameron Dicker. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People love Dick. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's a decent mock, but meh. I'm not a fan of the two safeties, the two wide receivers back to back. But anyways. Anyways, we have to go to break. Yeah, we do. But before we go, Jeff, could you please tell us about our friends at Lady Jane's? Yes, guys. Well, as you know, we broadcast live from the headquarters of Lady Jane's in Birmingham. And it is definitely awesome for me or anybody here as you're walking in, into this Lady Jane's or anyone near you to get your haircut taken care of. And by doing that, you get in one of their comfy chairs. You get to watch your favorite sports teams. And they'll treat you like a king. Get to Lady Jane's open 10 to 8, 7 days a week. Walk in anytime. Relax. And you'll find out why it's worth it to come to Lady Jane's. Get over here, 10 to 8. Lady Jane's, it is wicked awesome. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little Chili Peppers, man. Everything that we've hoped for finally He's going deep, right side. Oh, that is Edwards out there. He goes up in the air at the goal line. Hey, it's Brandon Edwards here wanting to welcome the Sports Marketing Agency to Woodward Sports Network to the family. Glad to have you guys. For the last decade, the Sports Marketing Agency has literally leveraged athletes around issues such as mental health and substance abuse. Baseball, beer, babes, more beer. Opening day live from Brass Rail and Music Hall Amphitheater. With Woodward Sports. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> this is the Morning Woodward Show on the Woodward Sports Network, also featured on the Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. We've got a special guest walking into the studio. He's coming in the side. Soon. He's coming in from the side. He's a smooth criminal. We are joined He's in this from morning. The side. Oh, I like that, Maddie. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. Let's go. Kukalil from Locked On Pistons joining the Morning Woodward Show this morning. We are going to talk some Detroit basketball. If he wants to walk in here, what are you doing, you jackass? Stop flirting with the chicks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, the man, the myth, the legend. Last night. Look, let's be honest. Last night was a pretty, a pretty uh, great night for everybody in the city of Detroit. 
What's going on? What up, Koo? You got a Jeff head to the side of you if you want to display that. Oh, yeah, just, just disregard okay. that. Yeah, yeah don't worry. Don't worry. Just disregard yeah. it. I got you. <laughs> good morning, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? How you feeling about last night? Uh, it was probably some of the most fun I've had in a long time watching the pits. I'm not going to lie. Man, I was, I was having a blast watching that game. I was yeah. on my toilet taking a... <laughs> I mean, that's. I was watching Kate Cunningham carry that team in the fourth quarter, smoking a hookah. It felt great. On the toilet. On the toilet, On the toilet. yeah. Don't, Al, you, don't Alex, forget actually, that. you should go get that video, by the way. Jesus Please. Christ. That'd be funny. But, Koo, uh, look, I mean. There's a video? I don't want to sound uh, biased, yeah, it, obviously. Yeah, it, it's on Woodward and Adam's Twitter. I don't want to sound Twitter. biased, but we've been on the Kate Cunningham as the obvious rookie of the year now for almost two, three months. Um, can you tell me. If I'm missing something, if uh, me and Jeff are off on something, if we're wrong, when we say it's not even close, there's a kid who is part of the rookie class playing at an all-star or really a star level. And then there's just all the rookies that are good. There's nothing wrong with that. But come on, Cade, having what? I want to say the first month averaging 22-7-7 and or 6-7 and in a single month by a rookie since MJ. The first and the only player to ever do that. Outside of the greatest player of all time, come on! I I don't know why we're having a debate anymore, man. I, I think I think a lot of people who don't watch Cade or don't watch the Pistons as much, which you can't blame them. The Pistons haven't been very good, and that's usually the case. Um, they they just go off the fact that apparently, like, there's I see now, like I've seen this on Twitter and and social media that apparently there's like this big like narrative that Cade just sucked for like the first five months of the season or something. Like I I see that's like out there. And people have just, like, gone off of that when really it was just, like, his first, like, two weeks in the NBA where he, like, really just struggled. Yeah. Uh, and he's been really, really good since then. And really, it's just taken off since February. Uh, the Pistons also are playing, like, I think it's, like, 400 basketball since the change of New Year in, in games that Kate plays. So he's making them much better. He's playing at a level that is <coughs> pretty crazy. Um I don't want I, I don't want to sit here and poo-poo what the other rookies are doing because Evan Mobley is legit like like all NBA defender type of good de defensively. Uh, Scotty Barnes definitely is legit over in Toronto as well, uh, and even even you know arch nemesis Jalen Green is actually playing pretty damn well for Houston over the past month or so. Uh, but I, I do think it's pretty clear if you watch Kay Cunningham compared to everyone else that he is just the best rookie in the class and that it's not. Like, no one else is asked to do what he's asked to do, and he's and despite that, he's still playing at a level that none of them are playing at. So he's carrying a bigger luggage while also playing better than everyone else. So I do think he, he should be the rookie of the year. But I, I don't I, – if you want me to be honest, I think they're probably not going to give it to him and they're going to hold his early start against them. Cool, I got a special video for you. <laughs> oh, no. Alex, whenever you're ready, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They just hot box. <laughs> that's the rookie of the year, baby. <laughs> Listen, you can't tell me that's okay, not the rookie Okay, hold on. Do you normally take dumps with shades on, or is that like? What do you think? I feel like you would do that every day. So, so if if I may, I, I don't want to go too far with this right here. But when I was scrolling down Twitter yesterday, I simply saw the thumbnail of that video. When I was scrolling down, <laughs> I completely thought there was a different message you were trying to send. <laughs> that's what my wife said, by the way. She's like, "Aren't you like saying something bad about the team?" I'm like, "No, I'm making a point." This guy's, this guy's must watch TV. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. But we had the pleasure of watching Cade Cunningham, but also we've had the pleasure lately of watching Killian Hayes. And over the last five, six games, he's given us, you know, 11, four, and five and a little over a steal. So exceeding, you know, a lot of people's expectations as of late. But what future role do you see Killian in, uh, for, in with this future core? Is it a six-man like he's doing now, or is this some guy that has the ability to eventually start if he can progress his game? I, I think we, you really don't know as of right now. The fun thing about Killian, and I've tried to point this out for a long time, I've been hammering this home on my podcast, is that, you know, if you look at the games he's at right now, I think he's at game 87. Mm -hmm. So the natural progression that we've seen from the first 82 games is the natural progression you would have saw over his rookie season if he didn't get hurt. Right. So he struggled at the beginning. He had an injury when he came back his rookie season. He looked a little bit better than he did at the beginning of the year. Then this year he was struggling a little bit, but you've seen little baby steps and, like, aggressiveness trying to get to the rim. Uh, I believe Amari Sankofa, uh, he put out an article like a few weeks ago when he first started coming off the bench that he was getting to the rim at a rate that he's never gotten to in his career. It was like, I think, like 80th percentile and shots at the rim. Uh, so you've seen like little baby steps throughout the season. And it's basically the same progression you would have seen over his rookie season. And now literally in games, what would be considered his sophomore season, 83, what, I think it's like 82 to 87 right now. It might be like 88 or something. But basically his sophomore season games, which would have been, he's played extremely well. So... I, I, I don't want to put a cap on his ceiling because I've always been a big believer in Killian. So I, I, I've, and I also always said that the best fit next to Cade is like the best version of what Killian could be. Like whether it Absolutely. is Killian, I, it doesn't, like it could not be Killian. It could be Killian could just be coming off the bench. But I do think the best fit next to Cade is whatever the best version of an archetype like Killian, who can be a playmaker, a good defender, take some of that responsibility off, off, the, uh, off of Cade playmaking-wise, and also be able to hit spot-up threes and do some of those things, like kind of like Alonzo Ball light. Right. So, I, again, I don't know if Killian will reach that, but I don't know. But I, I think he could fit either one of those. Off the bench role, which he's, he's been playing really well in, and he's been closing games, which really is what matters. Or if he ends up really improving that jump shot with John Beeline this summer to where he can be off ball, I also see a future where he – also depending on who they draft. I mean, if they get, like – Who's the guy, Jaden Ivey? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so if they get him, they he probably will not be starting, obviously. But I, I think he – his. I'm not going to put a cap on the scene. I like what we've seen from him, though. So I, I think Pistons fans should be happy that it looks like he's at least carving out a role on the team moving forward. Yeah. I think that's the, what matters. He's definitely improved. I, I do want to jump back to Kate cunningham Koo in regards to what he – what he's established now with this team. And when I look at Kate Cunningham – we always talk about the number one overall pick. And when was the last time the number one overall pick hit in the NBA draft? LeBron? I mean, there's been a few good ones, but nothing significant. And my question to you, and really the point I, I, I'm trying to get across right now, is if we knew this was Cade Cunningham, and I don't think anybody expected this, to be honest. If I'm an NBA franchise, I would have moved heaven and earth to try and get my hands on this kind of player. He doesn't sweat. He doesn't look phased in the first quarter, fourth quarter, up two, needs to hit a shot, down two, needs to hit a shot. Never phases him. Mm -hmm. He plays the same way for 48 minutes. I mean, and, and it's unbelievable. I mean, that goes back to, like, in the offseason, because I, I even said, like, I, I reported that the Pistons weren't going to draft Kate unless they got a god godfather type of offer. And you guys, like, throughout the offseason when the Pistons won the lottery, you heard all kinds of rumors about OKC possibly moving, like, SGA and, and picks to go up and get him. Heck, even Houston, who took Jalen Green, was trying to go up and get Cade. 
Like, all kinds of teams were trying to go up and get Kay Cunningham. So that kind of lines up with what was going on in the offseason. So that, that doesn't shock me. And I want to ask you, because you tweeted last night, <clears throat> MVP future candidate with Kate Cunningham. I actually absolutely agree with you. I don't think there's at least a rookie this year. I mean, you don't know these guys have to still pan out, but that can affect the game like Kate does and the pace he plays with. He has that Luka Doncic-esque pace already. And Luka, obviously, as we know, will probably be a future MVP as well. Explain your tweet. Like, I know a lot of people don't talk about it enough. We're so concerned with rookie of the year. But, like, beyond that, like, Cade's going to have a, a, a tremendous career, and it probably will be in MVP considerations. Um, what, what was your takeaway this season to think that way? Like, this guy is going to be a future MVP candidate. Well, like, the first thing that my mind goes to, and it literally – I go straight to the playoffs because I'm going to go in a little bit of a soliloquy here. So, <laughs> so everyone knows, like, the, the, the new NBA is, like, heavily an analytics-based. Like, everyone always points out, oh, mid-range shot's bad. They don't want you taking mid-range shots. Well, that's just, like, false. That's not the case. Right. They're saying that certain players shouldn't take a mid-range shot. But the great players that you see everywhere, Kawhi, Luka, uh, you can go up and down the board of all these, uh, KD, all these great players, they take the mid-range shot, and that's what makes them unstoppable to guard, especially in the playoffs. And that's where you usually start building – like, a lot of guys on their first year on the MVP ballot, and there's probably going to be some guys that you see it happen with. Probably Devin Booker's another one. Um, they, they build their case kind of like the year before in the playoffs, and then they, like, submit their that they're here. Right. And then the next year they, they're, like, already on the ballot. People are looking forward to them. So it starts because Kay Cunningham literally already has the in-between game from the three to the rim, and it's, like, it's – I don't think people quite understand how tough of a – like, that is to have and, like, how rare that is in the NBA – like, if everyone was able to do that, you'd see, like, Greg Helser talks all the time about how, oh, I'd love to see more mid-range shots. Like, if everyone could do that, you'd see more mid-range shots. Like, that's how rare it is. Mm-hmm. So, Cade, and th- he's doing this, like, I think he's shooting, like, 33 34% from deep right now. So, he doesn't even have, like, his pull-up three going right now. He doesn't have a three-point shot going. But he's showing off the fact he can finish with both hands around the rim. He, I, I, I said it on the uh, – <laughs> I said in my pockets yesterday, if you guys play 2K, like in 2K16 or something, there's like the Curry layup that throws like 30 feet yep. in the air. He did that one yesterday over Joel Embiid. He Saw finished with one. running hooks, left, right hand, pull up middies, fadeaways, falling away from the rim. Like he has the in-between game down pat. He's scoring, what was it, 27 points on like elite efficiency mm-hmm. simply off of in-between games. And usually that's hard. That's extremely hard to do. So that's what MVPs do. That's like what the best players in the entire NBA are able to do is work that in-between game because a lot of teams are giving that up and drop covers especially. Like, that's where they're giving stuff up. So, eventually, when he gets his pull-up three going, I don't see how you stop him. Like, I, I seriously think he might be one of the most unstoppable players in the NBA when he gets that three going. Because also, there was a play in the third quarter I really want to point out. is They ran a, a Spain pick and roll for him at the top of the key. And usually the look you're looking for here is the lob to the guy coming off the initial, uh, the initial screen, which is Bagley or the guy who set the secondary screen popping back up to the top of the key. They covered both, and Cade, this is, next, this is like the third, fourth three that you have to make, and not like this is, like you said, Luca type of play here. Mm-hmm. He makes a cross-court skip pass, I believe, to Isaiah Livers in the corner and drains it. Yep. So not only is he capable of just dominating you scoring-wise in between the game, finishing around the rim. Heck, once he gets foul calls, he might average like 25 a game. But Facts. You take all the scoring, he's also just an elite, high-level IQ player and Passing is on point, IQ and accuracy, timing, all that stuff. I seriously, like, once he gets his three-point shot going, I don't see how you stop him. I, I don't see how you do it. Yeah. We're talking about a player that, in his rookie year, is more complete, I would say, than 70 
his game is more complete than 70 80% of the league right now. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing coming into the draft. I forget who it was. Someone at ESPN said he was the most complete prospect he had ever scouted over the last like 15 years. Yeah, Mike Schmitz. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Speaks a lot well, to him. let's take a quick break. When we get back, I do want to continue the conversation with Koo. I do want to get to the draft. So the Pistons officially right now are in third if you want to call it third place and they're running for the number one overall pick they have the third worst record in the nba right now after that win last night we'll get to that but before we do jeff down at lsa there's a very special drink that yes. people love to try absolutely cintron cintron world is an aspirational lifestyle beverage brand with a line of sparkling flavored energy beverages premium bottled water and revitalizer shots cintron is the official energy drink of the red wings and proud partners with the detroit pistons and is exclusively served at little Caesars arena if you're looking for premium ingredients long-lasting energy balanced hydration essential vitamins and great taste Cintron is your top choice. Buy online now at CintronWorld.com. Use the promo code REDWINGS10 and save 10% with shipping included. Remember, drink it, live it with Cintron. Hi, I'm Kay Cunningham. I'm proud to partner with Hall Financial, the mortgage company known for five-star service. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their 5,000 five-star reviews for yourself. Go to callhallfirst.com and get started with your five-star experience today. Detroit, you've been waiting. You've been asking, and now he's back. Starting Monday, April 4th, Terry Foster joins the Morning Woodward Show every day, bringing you Detroit sports like only he can. The Morning Woodward Show with Terry Foster and Adam starts April 4th, live on the Woodward Sports Network. Woo! Man, it's 9.16 a.m. I could give a rat's ass because Wink Snob has the best fresh juicy hormone free chicken wing snob has the best traditional oh, wings wing try out their signature sauces they have the jamaican jerk or the lemon pepper wings are tossed to perfection in any sauce you so choose when the wings are this good you're allowed to be a snob so order online now at wingsnob.com wing snob we just have better wings oh i should best day of we the just year have better wings we wings need to get a better football. draft pick right oh. now the <laughs> shut the hell up fish right now the pistons <laughs> The Pistons are just catching uh, strays. The Pistons <laughs> have the third worst record in the NBA. Coup. Before I ask you what prospect you want, which one you're a fan of, I just want to talk to you about where the Pistons are right now. Let's say they're selecting third overall. What's the player you would love to fall to Detroit at number three? And who's the player you believe is the best fit? And is the worst fit, or maybe he's a bit overhyped, whether it's Chet, Jabari, Jaden, Ivy, whoever you want to go down the list. Who's your guy, and who do you think is the best fit for the Detroit Pistons next year? So as of right now, I don't really have a guy right now. I'm just now starting to get into some of my draft coverage. I just had uh, my first uh, on the podcast. I had the first draft guy, scout guy on the podcast last week. So I'm just now getting into it. Uh, what I will say about the draft uh, is one, I don't believe, I'm one of those people who don't believe, especially for a team like the Pistons, maybe, I think you're even starting to see it a little bit with like what happened with Golden State. They kind of went with fit, and now they're probably regretting taking Wiseman over ball. Uh, so I've never been a guy of drafting fit over best player available. So I don't care if like, I mean, I, I, I think this is like my favorite quote that I keep saying. Like, I don't care if the dude's 5'5", five, five, I don't care if he's 7'8". If he's the best player in the draft, you draft him, wherever you're, you're at. You just take the best player available. Mm -hmm. So... That's where I'm at now, and why I haven't done a, much, a, a lot of draft coverage or draft, like, deep dives yet. I think, like, for me so far, just, like, getting into it, uh, the guy that's most intriguing to me, I'll say, is Chet because he has, like, a lot of skills, and he's very interesting. But the reason why he's so intriguing to me, I think everyone knows where I'm going, is just his weight. Like, 
I've seen a lot of players come into the league like skinny and have to put on muscle like AD, Giannis, like all kinds of dudes have to do it. Not just the stars, like even just like role players come in skinny and they have to like put on muscle, whatever, especially with NBA strength and conditioning. But like he looks like a <laughs> he looks like a like a special example of how small he is and how skinny he is. So that he's just one of the guys I'm really gonna be interested in because he he has a lot of skill, a lot of talent, but just his weight. I wonder if it's gonna be enough to scare teams, including the Pistons, away or not. Uh, I know there was a report like like a month ago or something that Tory really liked Jabari Smith. Uh, that would make sense because they've really been talking about shooting for like the past year and a half that they want on the team. Um, but either way, I, I think when the draft rolls around, whether they're one, two, three, or four, it fit shouldn't be in their mind. I think they should just take best player available because so, while they have K, they still need talent on the team. So we talk about Killian Hayes and his possible development. Marvin Bagley has been a godsend. I mean, the K, excuse me, yeah, the Cade Cunningham you're seeing now, a lot of it's be, not because of Marvin Bagley, but the ability to play with somebody like a Marvin Bagley, the pick and roll, it's, it sets up so much because Cade is so calm. He, he knows how to split the, the excuse me, the, the trap on a pick and roll, however you want to define it. He's so good, and they're, they're just really talented. I feel like they're missing shooters outside of Sadiq Bay. Absolutely. Isaiah Livers has been shooting it pretty nice lately, though, so I, I, you can't go wrong there. But they're going to need another star. Cade's a star. That's legit. You got one of them. Mm. You have your, quote-unquote, you have your Steph. You have your Giannis of the future. You need the second guy. Who's the Robin? Is it Chet? Is it Jabari? Is it Sadiq Bey? Who knows? Uh, I'm a Chet guy, though. I, I think what he does at his height, his weight, <laughs> his ability to box out, he's a smart basketball player, his handles, he can shoot the three. He can be a stretch five. He can play in the paint. He can be a paint protector, maybe not one of the most dominant in the league, like an Evan Mobley, like a Rudy Gobert, but you know, he can at least be enough. I'm a Chet guy, but I'll have to say how the draft plays out, really. <laughs> well, uh, if, if I may say something, going back to what you said about Marvin Bagley, 100%, I think Mar the arrival of Marvin Bagley has, has helped unlock Kay Cunningham. Throughout the entire season, I was talking about how the Pistons desperately have needed an interior presence offensively. Now, Isaiah Stewart he brings it defensively, all that good stuff. And I, I know there's a lot of people who cry come at me because it sounds like that I'm a hater of Isaiah Stewart. However, Isaiah Stewart's just not very good interior-wise offensively. You saw that yesterday. Yeah, So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's, he's, he just isn't. Now, he's really good defensively. He has his positives, but he also has his negatives. That's one of them. And it was on display a lot of the times offensively throughout the entire season. Like I, I believe at one point he had the worst on-off offensive rating of any Piston that played rotational minutes by more than, like, three points, and that's, like, pretty bad. So it, I think it was pretty clear that Kay Cunningham uh, and the other ball handlers, Killian, too, but even but specifically, Cade really needed that lob threat. And as soon as Marvin Bagley arrived, you saw, like, another phase of the offense that's completely unlocked. Like, guys weren't able to just play up on Cade uh, and, and try to double him or trap him or – or uh, get away with how they were playing with Isaiah Stewart in the pick and roll because Cade's just going to throw it over your heads to Marvin Bagley. Like, I, I want to give a ton of credit to Marvin Bagley because he's shooting – I believe he – last time I checked, he's shooting 86% around the rim, which is just absurd. absurd. That's That's literally crazy. Uh, and since arriving the Pistons, I believe last time I checked, he was like in the 80th, 80th percentiles <laughs> of pick and roll big man. So, like, he, he's been a godsend for this team. And I don't even think – like, I think Marvin Bagley's been really good, but I don't think he has, like, like – some huge role in the Pistons moving forward. I think what all he's shown is that this team desperately needs some athleticism and some finishing inside at the big man spot and simply getting Marvin Bagley 
someone who you probably would say like defensively holds him back, and he's not. He's probably like going to be a sixth man, seventh man kind of guy moving forward on like a really good team. That's the kind of impact he makes on a, on a guy like Kay Cunningham when he simply just gets a lobster or a guy who's able to finish around the rim. And that's kind of the next question. You mentioned Isaiah Stewart. Like, where does Isaiah Stewart go from here? Because he's obviously had a good two years here. He's been a great player for us. But you know he's undersized. Like, that was one thing coming into last night's game I already knew was in- inevitable going against Joel Embiid. Like, he plays tough and he plays bigger than what his height is. But let's just say you get Marvin Bagley, and whether you, ch- you draft Chet Holmgren, you draft Jabari Smith, and you, you, maybe you're signed Mitchell Robinson. Who knows what they're going to do for agency? What is Isaiah Stewart's future role on this team? Like, is he a guy that's going to be your Montrez Harrell, but he doesn't bring what offensively what Harrell brings? Like, what is his role on this team when they're actually winning games? So I, I just want to preface this by saying this. Uh, I, I say this all the time, put the little graphic underneath the screen that, oh, he's a great person, he's a great man, we, <laughs> love, we love him, he's a nice guy, fan favorite, all that stuff, all the com- compliments on the bottom of the screen. Before you get to the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, and also I'll say, the answer I'm going to give is perfectly fine for where he was drafted at. Like, he still would be a great pick. And I, I, I feel like people just put way too many, like, too high expectations on every player that walks in. So my answer would be that I think he should be coming out like in the future should be off the bench like your backup center. And I think that's fine. Yeah. I think that's completely okay. That's not to say he's bad. I think he could be a high level backup center. But I think his obvious offensive limitations show that he should he, he's going to be tough to start him on a on a, like a you, you mentioned I have Adam uh mentioned this dude. It Kay Cunningham's like Luca. Like, he's going to be the superstar, the Steph, the Giannis. We're not yeah. talking about just simply making eight seeds no more. We're looking to the future, like, talking about building a championship contender. So I can't see Stu being, like, a championship contender starting, like, a starting caliber center for him or for the team. Uh, I do know that they absolutely love his switching ability, which is legit on defense. So I know that there will probably be times where they try to close with him because of that, too, and that's fine. But I think if you can get, like, a lap threat center who's better, you obviously go ahead and do that. And I don't think that's anything wrong with that. Uh, the one caveat I'll say is if all of a sudden Stu becomes, like, a outside shooter, which I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not yeah. I'm not one of those guys who's a believer in that. But if you are one of those guys, I mean, I guess you can hold on to that. Because if he does do that, that changes things. But I think his role moving forward is simply a high-quality backup off the bench, which is fine. I, I don't see why a lot of people get mad about that. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. Well, we got breaking news. No, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. The Detroit Lions have traded for Kyler Murray. I'm gonna cuss. Are, are you? Are you? Are you? I'm not joking. Are you shitting me? Here. Oh, we got a graphic already. Yeah. Kyler Murray Sports to is the Detroit Lions. Kyler <laughs> Murray to the Detroit Lions. We'll get no. to that. Hell no. We'll get man. to that in under a minute. Ku, thank you so much for joining us this morning. You're welcome, we man. really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank You're you for awesome. having me. Thank you, my man. You're the man. Uh, we'll talk in a little bit. We got to go to break. When we get back, Kyler Murray it. traded to the Detroit Lions. We'll get to that in a little bit. Wow. Hi, my diamonds. It's Crystal with an X. You want to get hot and perfect like me? Here's my super easy routine. <laughs> Drink at least a gallon of water before you wake up. <laughs> Attach a weight to everything in your house. Hello? Sell your car and just sprint everywhere. Scream when you exhale. Yeah! Don't follow Crystal with an X. Do your own thing at Planet Fitness with tons of equipment and free fitness training in our clean and spacious clubs. Join now for just $10 a month and cancel anytime. 
Cintron is the official energy drink of the Red Wings, proud partners of the Detroit Pistons and exclusively served at Little Caesars Arena. If you're looking for premium ingredients, long-lasting energy, balanced hydration, essential vitamins, and great taste, Cintron is your top choice. Woo! You want to play some defense? You already learned play some defense. They get it. Go to defense on and off the field. Helps you feel secure. Not only that, Guardian Alarm has state-of-the-art technology that helps you feel safe, all with 24-7 local monitoring. Guardian Alarm also has convenient features that let you check in on your home, control lights and temperatures, even let you unlock and lock your doors. Call 800-STAY-OUT. That is 800-STAY-OUT. Guardian Alarm has been trusted for over 90 years at keeping families safe. Stay out, Kyla Murray. No kidding. Stay the hell out. Stay out. All right, all right, all right. Chill the hell out. Chill the hell out. I'll read it for you guys. Chill out. Breaking news. Kyler Murray has been traded to the Detroit Lions for two first-round picks, a 2022 third-round pick, and a 2023 second-round pick, along with quarterback Jared Goff. <laughs> I think you guys know what day today is. I mean, we don't have to play stupid. You know what gave it away, too? It's funny because someone mm. said, Adam's not as pissed as I thought he'd be if we traded for Kyle. Imagine <laughs> you. Yeah, dude. unfortunately, I was involved in uh, in making this. You so I apologize. Uh, Alex, irate. you can put it on the screen if you want. Uh, shout out to Roman and Revived Graphics. They I killed mean, this. They dude, he's so awesome. I'm so happy he, he works with us. He's such a great guy. What an awesome dude. But, yeah, Detroit, enjoy. That just looks <laughs> and disgusting. And by the way, by the way, <laughs> by the way, if I may. It's April Fools. If you guys don't get the joke, oh, it's too much. I can't handle it. Stop being a little bitch. All right, it's April Fools. You ever heard of a joke? What is what is the point of April Fools? You just like, joke around with people. Start? Well, I know that. I'm not That's that it. stupid. I'm a little Tyler stupid. Murray but was not that to stupid. The lines. People freak out for a second, and then they're like, "Oh, that was funny. You got me." Like it happens to all of us. Fucking pussies. Swear to God, all of them. Imagine Kyler Murray. Bunch of pussies. Oh, oh, oh no! I, I can't handle my tw- delete the app. The only worst trade you could have made was for Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Imagine Ooh. Kyler receiving snaps from Frank Ragnow. I think his ass would be up to his face. I mean, honestly, six <laughs> five. Kyler's like five eight. I mean, it, it just. And I love the people like that are actually commenting on it. Like they're dying laughing. Like I forgot what day it was. Yeah. That's the whole point. Because no, some people, you know, were really busy. And then when you see that on your feed, you're like, what? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, god damn it, they got me. Yeah. I, th- I think it's awesome. I think it's fun. Everybody, sure. who, everybody who's getting butt hurt, you, you're just the cancer in today's society. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and you deserve to be eliminated. That's my honest wow. opinion. So, uh, yeah. We should have <laughs> got like Adam Scheffner to like tweets, just get a go along with it, just troll the whole fan base. Max Smith is pregnant. We need claps in the chat. Oh, congrats, Come on. Max. Come on, Max. Congrats, Max, congratulations. Max. Congratulations, Max. We're so proud of you. We're so proud of you. I hope it didn't hurt. I hope so it didn't proud, hurt. Max. He's pregnant, not birthing. So How do you mean? get pregnant if you're a dude? Take it in the ass, don't you? <laughs> Ouch. Wait. Anyway, an expert uh, in this. <laughs> oh, God. Adam's an expert in everything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, God, bitch. Oh, my gosh. That's why you, know, you know what would be great if I was like. If I was a Cleveland guy and I was like oh, in oh, Cleveland wait. doing this stuff, I would have made a trade like breaking news. <laughs> Baker Mayfield and just Sean Watson traded for, uh, I don't know, who can I come up with? Some backup quarterback around the league, Wolford or something. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Boyle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone's so butthurt. It's kind of funny. Hey, like Justin said, everyone go hit the post on Twitter. We could see more people seeing it to think it's real. Oh, yeah. Get the engagement 100%. up. Start trolling. 
Yeah, look, I mean, Trolls. that's the whole point of this. Like, you, if you get upset with a uh, April Fool's post like this, like, you're just a loser. And I'll tell you why. Because if I see it across my feed, it gets me. And I laugh. I'm like, they got me, you know? Like, <laughs> son of a gun. Nobody gets Look you. at Bennett said, Adam got me double checking Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. Yeah. It is. Even if, even if it's not true, it's just funny. And if you can't take the joke, you can't take the innocence, you're just a bitch. <laughs> you really are. Fair enough. To put it, you yeah. really are. If you're, it if you're bitching about it on Twitter or Instagram, you're a bitch. You yeah. just are. And you're the problem with society. And if I was a dictator, I would eliminate you. Fair yeah. enough. All right. Yeah, just, we'll just I, leave it at eliminate. Being we, we don't need to specify. I'm just, I'm, I'm just being <laughs> honest. You know that song? I'm just being honest. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of honest, can That's I a, be honest? If you, I don't it, know that song. How do you not know that song? I don't know. Maybe you're just not. Isn't it future? It right. <laughs> the way you said it sounded like future. Can I be honest? You, uh, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Honest, yeah, by future. I do, yeah. How do you not know that song? I probably do, but I. You got to hear it. Adam singing it probably won't give it away. I was gonna say. Yeah, sorry. What's up? Can I be honest with you? Is it creepy that I actually like having Jeff's head right here? Yeah, you're a little creepy, Fish. Hey, you okay. leave it in there, Fish. <laughs> oh. Corey! Like, I... Oh, boy. You want me to get Corey in here? Oh, I already got it. In. All right, cool. My voice is loud. It travels. Well, I know, but I didn't know where he was going. What's up, Corey? Hi, Jeff. Oh, I mean, we got breaking no. news before you got breaking news. Shit. You can't break the news at a newsbreaker. Uh, uh, yeah, I can. Kyler Murray <laughs> got traded to the Detroit Lions. Who? Kyler Murray. Oh, right. wait, he said it before, ain't Before you give actual news, wait, hold on. I have a question. Do you get offended on April Fool's Day when people like mess and put like trade rumors out and stuff like that? So you're not a bitch. Have a seat. You can sit. <laughs> he goes to have a seat. I just want to make sure. Cor There's a bunch of bitches out I'm there. I'm curious. Corey's got something. To There's bring. tons of bitches out there. There really Cor is. Corey's got something yeah, to share. Corey, what do you got? News. Oh, we're live? Yeah. Oh, no, we're no, we're not. April Fools, we're not oh, live, actually. Damn. It's all a joke. It's all oh, a sham. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were live. I thought we were on a quick, on a quick commercial break. <laughs> what up? No, what's going on? We live. Oh, no, okay. so, so I can so I can tell the breaking news yeah. for real. Tell the breaking yeah. news, Corey. What you got? Oh, so the Detroit Lions have not made a trade, but they have made a signing. Odell Beckham Jr. is coming on a one-year deal, $5 million. Uh, that That wow. is a good April Fool's joke. Yeah, it is. No way in hell. No way in hell. Because if Corey would have dead-ass broke that, I would have. I might have thrown my that gypsy yeah. vodka through that glass. Okay, I had breaking news anyway. This this man this man stared into my pupils and said it. That's why I believe him. I'm like I'm like looking at him in the eyes like damn. Corey, he did the hey, same breaking thing news: last Russell year. Westbrook is the best player in basketball. So nobody. Ah uh, no. me? No, no. Um, I will just say that Todd McShay did just say. Um, I've been reading. He said the Lions are in a bad position with that number two overall pick as far as you know trying to trade down right they now. I can, I can believe it. They won't be able to. They won't. You know it's who's tough. asking for Malik Willis? Dumb fucks that work in the media on the internet. That's who. Dumb fucks. Dumb fucks who aren't getting this information from the teams. Malik dumb. Willis. Malik, so you say they're dumb for wanting Malik Willis number two? They're dumb fucks for saying Malik Willis is a top ten pick and that he's going to go number two and the lines are going to go after him. Because uh, no NFL team right now is talking about Malik Willis as a number two overall pick. You know what? And that's I, not confirmed from me. Yeah. That's confirmed from Joel Klatt. <laughs> Daniel yeah. Jeremiah, all the guys that are actually behind the scenes. Yeah. Not me. Don't take my word. Yeah. All right? No real GM or scout was talking about Malik Willis at number two right now. No, I think the Lions do. You know, they're definitely trying to get out that pick. I mean, right now, if you really look at the draft, they're in a really bad spot for the simple fact that 
there is no player you could honestly look at and say if the Lions took them, oh, they blew the draft. Unless they take Kyle Hamilton to number two. Well, not even just that. I would say the inverse of it. There's no player number two outside of Aiden Hutchinson or maybe Kayvon Thibodeau that they take and you're like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. And even if you don't agree with Kayvon Thibodeau and you may not like his uh, personal issues, whatever it may be, you're taking the I, highest I, ceiling player, right? You're taking Aiden Hutchinson, the most complete edge rusher in terms of game, fill, uh, game film on the draft. I think the whole Kayvon Thibodeau. Overblown? It's overblown because somebody, he may have ticked somebody off by his actions or something that he did and like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and write a hate piece about him. Again, I don't want to be the dead horse, but I've said it before. The same things they're saying about Kayvon Thibodeau and his motor and his and his um his demeanor and his personality is the same things they said about Micah Parsons. And Micah Parsons slipped down in the draft to the Cowboys. And what happened with him? Defensive player, defensive rookie of the year, damn near could have won defensive player. If you were being for being honest, not not really one, but he, he, you know, in the conversation. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not really buying the whole the whole the motor thing. If you look at his tape, I mean, if you see, I don't, I didn't see a lack of a motor. I saw a guy who was just knocking people around and getting through the line with ease. Right. Because his athletic, his freakish athleticism makes it look like he's he has a lack of a motor. I mean, now don't get it twisted. I'm looking at I looked at tape of Aiden Hutchinson as well, and he plays from whistle from snap to whistle. So I got to give him that. But when you're talking about just a raw talent, I'm telling you, I think Kayvon could end up being a beast. And who, and if he doesn't go number two, whoever he slips to, I think they're going to get somebody that could has I, a chip on their I shoulder. Could I make the argument yeah. that every single draft class, there's always a quarterback that has the intangibles, the arm, this and that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This guy's got this. So much appeal. Happens every year. Mm-hmm. And then we see him in the pro day, and everyone's like, uh oh. And then you watch him play for the whole season, and you're like, oh, it was average. Below average, actually. Yeah. Nobody's talking about Malik Willis all season. And the ones that were, were just looking at the potential. But they're not even watching the game and objectively and saying, oh, well, you know, he has to run for his life. He plays at Liberty. You want to take a project quarterback at number two overall, be my guest. But the quarterbacks that are in the league right now that are some of the better quarterbacks, Joe Burrow didn't need to sit. Justin Herbert didn't need to sit. These young quarterbacks don't sit. Lamar Jackson, different. He went later in the first round to a playoff team. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, later in the first round to a playoff team. Tom Brady's a six-round pick. That does not even count in this conversation. What about Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes went to a 12-4 and four playoff team yep. that had the number that had a bye week in the playoffs. Yep. And they traded up to get him at number yep. 10, which is a good move. Good for them. They saw that they had a ceiling at quarterback. That's not the Detroit Lions. I don't – I think that – they do have a lot of holes where drafting a quarterback could rub some people the wrong way because, like you said, when you draft a QB that high, you're not looking to sit him. You're looking to start get, let him get out there and immediately play. But also at the same time, people are talking about the quarterbacks that are coming out next year and some of the names that they've been mentioning. If the Lions are in position to draft one of those quarterbacks, then what the hell are they doing? Right. They're, they're, not, they're not progressing if they're in position to draft one of those top-tier quarterbacks that's going to be coming out next year. So that's why I was of the mindset if if they truly believe that Malik Willis is their guy, grab a Met too because what's going to happen is people are saying you can trade back and get him. What if somebody you trade back to play that chess game and somebody leapfrogs you, then get him, then boom. 
I don't want to say your whole draft board is messed up, but your plans are not you're not you're not going according to your plan. So for me, I'm of the mindset that look, yeah, the Liberty thing is, you know, he didn't have that great of a line. He, you know, as soon as he snapped the ball, there was on his butt. I, I get that whole thing. But my thing is like, if he gets to the Lions do take him, he's gonna be coming, he's gonna be sitting for a year, working with Mark Brunel. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be having, he's gonna next year have one of the top offensive lines pending health top offensive lines in the league another draft and the lions are set up for the way the nfl is going the nfl is going with the pocket with qbs who can move outside of the pocket who can run this guy gets up to 19 20 miles per hour in pads can throw 75 plus yards off a back foot his accuracy does have to work on that but like i said i think if you sit him for a year you could get him if they do trade back and they're able to land him cool if you draft him at number two, I do understand where you're coming from. But if they're able to trade, if they're able to somehow trade back, get some equity, and take him still somewhere in that top, oh, it's a win-win. Top 15, you could still get a a pretty damn good edge rusher towards the end of the draft. And then you know, but people are talking about safety. There's gonna be it's a, it's a, it's a couple Joseph, of safeties baby. out there as well. There's a, the guy from Baylor, Jalen Petrie. Yeah, guys out JT there. JT Woods. JT, yeah, JT Woods. Yeah. So I mean, it's guys out there. They Nick just Cross gotta, getting some love from scouts. But I would love to see them trade out that number two pick because it is so much pressure on them to nail that pick when there is really no surefire. You got to take that guy. Absolutely. Corey, you know what? You're getting a lot of compliments in the chat. That fade is fire as hell. Shout out to my barber, Timbo Slice, at the Perfect Slice Timbo. with 8 Miles. Timbo Slice. I love that. Takes care. Let's take a quick, let's take a quick breather. All right? I need a breather. When we get back, I want to talk about Jeff. I want to talk. Everybody stick around. All right? But before we do, let's all pour a glass of Gypsy Vodka. Michigan's Vodka, it's gluten-free, and it is, it is the smoothest-tasting vodka on the market. Manny's already chugged half the goddamn bottle today. If you haven't tried it, give it a try already. Ask for it by the name of Gypsy. And uh, guys, again, support local. You can't miss on supporting local. It's one of the best things I love about Michigan especially. Again, ask for it by the name of Gypsy. And as always, drink responsibly. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff, like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. At Wingsnob, staying humble's not our forte. We just have better wings. We're back at it again with our crispy golden brown fries and our famous boneless wings. Juicy, tender, hormone-free chicken. Your favorite signature sauces with no bone. Just when you thought Wingsnob couldn't get any better. Order online at wingsnob.com today. Wingsnob. We just have better wings. Comerica Park, sunshine, the crack of the bat, more sunshine, warmth, we're almost there Detroit, summer 2022 will be the summer of Woodward sports, we just gotta make it through this damn cold first. He is in the Welcome chat. back. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Also featured on The Roar on 99.1, 93.5, and 94.7 HD2. Jeff, we love you so much. It's sad. You know what? It is the last day. But you know what, though? Positive things are coming. 
I'm excited. What are your top three favorite moments from the show? I got a lot. Honestly, I think they all involve arguing with Adam, I think, honestly. Um, I was going back yesterday. I was watching some old clips, and and if you guys haven't looked at it already, go on our YouTube and search up who's under more pressure, Jared Goff or Matthew Stafford. This is before the season. One of my favorite videos of all time, me and Adam bickering back and forth, getting personal at times, but also that's the love we have, and I think that's what makes this show so much more exciting is no matter how much we argue post-show, we're just as close as we were we were before the show so honestly those moments always have to do with this show and and i've had so much fun doing it obviously the last six months and the love i've gotten from from all the fans we have 521 people watching right now and every single one of you guys have shown me immendous support and i love it i mean honestly as, as a young guy doing this job the hardest thing apart about it is obviously what people think or, or how people are going to react to a certain things but Everyone's done nothing but show me support. I think that's the one thing I've been really appreciative of. No matter, you know, they didn't judge me based on my age. They didn't judge me based how I looked. They just said, all right, I'm going to listen to this man. I'm going to hear him out. And if he knows what he's talking about, I'll listen to him. And and that's what I appreciate the most out of everybody in the chat, honestly. Um, But I'll never forget all the times we had, honestly. They're they're still on YouTube. They'll be there forever. So it's not like they're going anywhere. I can still look back at moments, but um, I'm excited. Terry is the man. I mean, he's he's honestly one of the greatest human beings. Um, you guys, you guys already know this. He's been on air before, uh, but just him being around the office, I'm incredibly excited. Honestly, for this show, the steps they're taking now, um, they're already among if you know the, one of the most, at least in terms of views, the most popular show on the network. But with Terry, he's going to bring another element that I don't think people are ready for, and I'm excited to see the dynamic. But it is not the end. I'm still working for Woodward Sports. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, it's not a demotion. It's a it's a transition. That's how I like to call it. You're, you're going somewhere and doing other things for the company, and, and I'm excited about it. I'm doing Piston stuff. I'm doing things that I'm passionate about. And not that I wasn't passionate about this. I absolutely love doing this. But now I get more freedom. Um, they're going to essentially, if you will, let me off the leash and, and just say go. And that's what I'm going to do and, and provide content for Woodward Sports. So I'm excited. And uh, it's been one hell of a ride, Adam. It really has. You, you've, you've done a lot for me personally uh, on this show. You've helped me grow. Uh, six months ago, looking back at it, I sometimes laugh considering where I was, but n- now the guy I am and, and what I'm able to do on the show. just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity, really. I love it, man. Love this man over here. If you, if yeah. Yeah, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like these at all. Yeah. I'm not good with this kind of stuff. It really yeah. has. I'm blessed. I mean, he's he's grown. I mean, he walked into the studio, I want to say like 10 months ago, first day, and he was kind of everywhere helping out with social media, you know, coming on the morning show at the time with Stick and Joey. And, you know, we get put on the show, I want to say, well, August 12th was the first day together. August 12th, yeah. Thursday, 2021. Thursday, August 12th was the first show. And, um, I mean, who he was then to who he is now is just a totally different person. And I couldn't be any more proud. He's going to crush. Like He's going to be able to do his content all day. Nothing in his way. No show to prep for. No liabilities. No team meetings. None of this stuff. It's Jeff pumping out content that he's passionate about. And look, guys, let's be honest. There's no better person to talk about the Detroit Pistons than Jeff, in my opinion. In all of Michigan, the United States, doesn't matter. I think he is the most talented talker, analyst, presenter of the Detroit Pistons by a landslide and I think he's only going to get better and not only is he going to get better I expect him a year from now to be the face of the Detroit Pistons in terms of media content I really do uh, it's it's not even close I love you so much man um, love you too man. thanks uh thanks for everything seriously no it's uh, we don't get to where we're at right now um, without you and doing a show with you I mean we never expected it. it wasn't really planned right it was just put together and 
you know we didn't mesh all the time and here we are you know the show's gotten pretty damn good and uh, there's a lot of things that would point into that direction so I don't know what to say I really don't it's crazy to look where we started too. Like we, we came on the show, we just got paired. Me and Adam were already obviously close beforehand. He was one of the reasons why I was brought here. Um, but still, like even before the show, me and Adam were going back and forth in the hallway. I mean, there was already disagreements, but I think that's what makes the show the best. You know, it's 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 good to disagree, and we had tons of those disagreements around YouTube, <laughs> tons of heated moments. But after all of that, still the relationship's there. And uh, Adam's like a big brother to me, he always has been. So I'm honestly, I, I'm incredibly blessed to have the support from not only people in Woodward Sports, but the people watching. So people watching are just as important, honestly. They, they've done nothing. They could have easily crapped on me and said, get this clown out of here. But they've shown me nothing but support. So I'm excited, man. They did, but I'm we excited. didn't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't show me the DMs. Don't show me the DMs. No, but honestly, it's it's been so much fun. I'm excited. Terry Foster... I know he's in the chat. He's going to, man, you guys aren't ready for Terry Foster. I don't think it's going to be something. I have like it's a really bad something. feeling. I'm going to try to strangle Terry. It's g- <laughs> whatever. Terry's going to keep you in line. I love it. I can't wait for it. It's all good. Well, look, I'll tell you what. I'm really excited. And Jeff, could you tell everybody what's next? Um, tell them about the podcast you're doing, the Jeff Iofredi show. Yeah. On top of the content that you're going to be putting out with Sean, Woodward Pistons. You kind of walk everybody through where they can follow you, where they can stay up to date with everything you're doing. Yeah, if you haven't already, you will be you can follow me on Twitter, uh, on social media platforms, at Jeff Iofredi. I will be posting, whether it's Pistons content, whether it's Lions content, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm just going to be posting content. I'll be on Woodward Sports, the official page as well. I'll be making appearances on live shows, talking about the Pistons, talking about different things. So I'm not going anywhere. I just won't be here the whole two hours with you guys every morning. I'll be doing other things, but I'm excited, man. It's a, it's a big step for me in my career. And not only that, to be able to strictly you know, cover the sport that I'm so passionate about is a plus for me. So whether it's bottom line, whether it's Big D, whether it's the morning show, Pistons content, I will be here for it. So get ready, guys, because I ain't going nowhere. It's going to be it's going to be quite even we're not even close to you know a quarter way of the journey we still got plenty of room to go so i'm excited and you could follow me and sean we have a podcast right now we make content together sean was on the show yesterday covering he also covers pistons content you could check his channel out at from half court on youtube we post every week multiple videos whether it's you know pistons related we posted a marvin bagley video last week we did you know who should be the ideal pick for the pistons we did that last week so check it out from Half Court on YouTube and my personal YouTube channel. I'll be coming out with videos, but stay tuned for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a ride, Adam. It really has. And it's not over. I'll still be seeing the son of a gun every single day and all these people in the offices. So um, it's been awesome. It really has. I'm, like, I'm kind of speechless at the same time because I don't really – you know, I'm not used to this. I don't, I don't like saying – it's not goodbye, but it's also just thank you. It really is. Thank you, guys, everyone watching. Well, we love you, Jeff. And I'm going to make us go to break because Adam's going to start crying if we don't. Um, but, well, shoot, I'm going to need you to do my bookie, my friend. Not doing it. Not doing it. We can just right, go to Mailbag. We're going to go to break. See you later. It took exploring 50 different formulas and hosting countless taste tests, but we believe Gypsy Vodka is the smoothest vodka on the market. Don't believe us? Ask the owners. Mike and Adam Kazanowski with High Five Spirits Distillery. We're in close to about 1,200 locations throughout Michigan. We wanted to create a brand that was geared more towards freedom, love, adventure, and at the end of the day, we really wanted to tell a story that inspired other people to take risks, follow their dreams, whatever that might be. 
You ask for it, and we listen. The Seafood Festival is back at Big Boy, including a Friday night seafood buffet. Catch it while you can, available at participating locations until April 24th. Also available, the new fish sandwich. We'll see you at Big Boy. Putting on a show here, and that's how you answer. We love our sports. We just wish they'd love us back. Detroit Sports for Detroit Sports fans. Woodward Sports. All right, guys, I got to tell you something about something very special happening. The Seafood Festival is back at Big Boy. It includes a Friday night seafood buffet. You heard it. That goes until April 24th. Catch it while you can. Fish and chips, fish fry, popcorn shrimp, and pike perch. And a new fish sandwich that they're rolling out. It's available at all participating locations, so make sure you head on over to Big Boy for your seafood festival. How do you not, big boy? Oh. <laughs> mm. All right, let's get some questions in the chat. Guys, feel free to ask Jeff anything and everything. Uh, who will supply Adam with this cocaine? Don't worry, that's what fish is for. <laughs> that was never Jeff. I'd no, never let bills. Jeff's hands get dirty, all right? <laughs> that's fish's job. Oh my uh... God. All right, what questions do we have right now in the chat? Let's start it, guys. Steam says, Jeff, bigger and better things coming to you, brother. Congratulations. Love you, Wasim. He's been there. That man's been there from the start, Wasim, hey, man. Adam, is it, kind of, is it kind of wrong that I kind of want to get drug tested? I don't know. Is, is it you, wrong of me problem, to, to, to think Do like you that? take drugs? No, like but it would just be good content to have me, out of all people, get drug tested. <laughs> well, how is for... it good content if you don't do drugs? <laughs> Fish, well, Adam would escort something? me. I like this question by Nick. Jeff, will your golf game improve to beat Adam this summer? Whoa, I don't think my golf, golf game. Listen, just to, if I can improve in the next two years, I think Alex and Adam would still smoke me and Nick Leach. So probably not, but I'll be working on it. I'll be working on it. Um, what do we got? What grade would you give the April Fool's trade? <laughs> An F. A fat F. Wow. Kyler Murray. I crap myself just seeing it before I realized it was fake. Um, Jeff, are you still making appearances on here to talk Pistons? Absolutely. Um, not just this show, but all across all platforms. Um, bottom line, Big D Energy, whatever they need of me, I'll be here. I'm always in the office, so Pistons I will be covering, definitely. Um, Adam, what's your favorite all-time memory with Jeff? Ooh, he's not going to do this. He's going to start crying. That's a good question. Um, my favorite all-time memory with Jeff. That's a good one. I don't know. We have, it's been every day, man. We've been doing so much content. You got a really fun. You know, one. one of my favorite things I did with Jeff actually was when we argued about Jeremy Grant back in November, <laughs> and uh, I think I yelled at him like really loud. I told him like, "Shut the hell up, I'm talking." <laughs> and like we went in the back after the show, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm sorry," <laughs> and we just started laughing. And he's like, "No, it was great. It was hilarious." I'm like, "Yeah, I didn't mean to be an asshole." <laughs> so um, I love. Nah, it, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of good moments. Yeah, there really are. There really is. Um, Pistons in the lottery this offseason. Uh, yeah, they're going to be 100%. I don't see them falling out. Is Jeremy Grant Stinger going? Probably going. Yeah, probably going. Adam and Jeff, what are your go to drinks? Maddie as well. My go to? Mm -hmm. Vodka soda with a lemon and lime. Okay. I'm a Jack and Coke or a Heineken. I like vodka Red Bull. Okay. Ooh. All right. Mary, fuck or kill? Oh, God. Baker, Kyler, Cade. <laughs> I'm marrying Cade. For sure. I'm tapping Kyler. Yep. 
and I'm killing Bay. <laughs> yep. You just you did my Agreed. list. You know, Kyler's a little. He's a little man. You kind of take you, you know take <laughs> advantage of him a little bit. All right, but everyone else, Baker, you're killing him, and I'm marrying Cade because Cade's clutch. I don't want a man like that in my life. Everyone else can suck <laughs> it. Like Jeff, good luck with your next adventure. See you around. Can't you can't get rid of me that easy. I love you, Tammy. Tammy's been here another one since off the hook. I mean, she's been here uh, literally the hook. Went back when I was running social media. I mean, she's been here for a minute, too. So shout out to Tammy. She's a legend. Hey, uh, this is a good one. Hey, Adam, will you be able to push Terry around like you do right now? I'm going to make Terry my bitch. <laughs> that's my goal. I don't know if I'm going to succeed in that, but that's my goal. And I'm going to mess with Terry a lot. I think it's going to be a great time. Jeff's still going to be on the show, by the way. Invite him, talk about some Pistons every now and then. Yeah. It's not like he's going away. Uncle T, I got to, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, we got we to have Jeff on to talk Pistons. That's that's not going away anytime soon. Je Jeff, good luck with your next adventure. You can't get rid of me that easy. Love Tammy in the chat. She's the best. Jeff, are you going to be transitioning your flow too? Any recommendations on styling products? Dude, everyone thinks I'm like, in the morning, it's this like uh, science project to do my hair. I literally, it's just, ha it's just hairspray, guys. Hairspray, hair gel. I don't know. I, I was blessed with good genes, though. All right? I, I got an uncle who's balding, but my dad has a full head of hair. So I, I got very blessed. Hopefully, all the jokes about my hair don't catch up to me in about 15 years and I'm balding. But as of right now, we're doing good, guys. We're, we're doing just fine. Uh, what do we got? It's a lot of compliments. I appreciate you guys, all of you, seriously. I mean, there's a lot of Lions Rumble, uh, Lion Insider. I mean, Lion Rumble, another guy who's been here for a, a long time. He's a legend. Um, Funky's been in the chat, too, showing love. So, you know. It honestly, it's it's great. I love it. Um, what do we All got right. here? Any questions? How often are you planning to drop a podcast? Well, it's once a week right now. Every Monday, we record. It drops Wednesday. Eventually, he's going to be doing it every yes. day. Once he gets comfortable and once, not only comfortable, once he gets his digital plan together, once he fix, you know, not fixes, but once he is aligned with his strategy and what he wants to be doing, there's no reason why he's not going to be putting out yeah. every single day. It's and it'll be also be, good. I mean, videos of just me recapping games. It'll be everything. I mean, you'll f you'll see the content. You're going to see Jeff's sexy face every day. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> so it's not going away anytime soon. Um, Jeff, are you still going to wear your draft of cocaine shirt? Absolutely, Duh. Jeff. I'll be wearing it when I'm talking about the Pistons, sitting down in, in that lovely chair over there. So you I'm guys good. want an example of what the cocaine is? Kate Cunningham is the cocaine. He is the cocoa. Mm -hmm. That's he, what you he want. He is the cocoa. Across the board. Lucas Raymond is cocaine. Mo Sider is cocaine. Kate Cunningham is cocaine. Yes. That's the kind of stuff you need. Adam, will you shave your head bald for ratings like oh, Jeff Rieger did on again. air? Second deck. Oh, God. Not again. I, I would never shave head. it. I would buzz my hair, but not for ratings. I would buzz my hair. I wouldn't even want you to buzz your hair. I would, I would buzz it to donate to, it. To shave your beard. I, I would buzz and shave my beard for, uh, uh -oh. for a charity or something. Yeah, I would do that. Breaking I would definitely news? do that. Uh, I'm not against that at all. Uh, there's no crying at Woodward Sports. Yes, trying not to. Uh, it's um, tough. Look, we got yeah, three minutes. Um, you want some baseball breaking Did news? Did we have that video or no? What video? The Jeff video. No. He, do oh, we? Didn't make it? No. 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 There's. No, the, the point is. It's okay. Um, Rude. At the end of the day, guys, Jeff is one of my favorite people here. I hope you all genuinely go follow him and support him while he takes this next journey. Uh, I said it earlier, I think he's going to be fantastic. I really do. I think he has the potential of being the voice of the Detroit Pistons a few years from now. He's got to put his head down and get to work and put out content. That's the name of the game. Absolutely. And either you're talented or you're not. And Jeff's talented. Oh, uh, Jeff's the and cocaine. Jeff is the cocaine. Jeff is the cocaine. He really so is. So honored. 
I want to be the cocaine. And if you want to get anywhere in life or you want, you got to work hard. And even when you work hard, sometimes you don't make it. There's a difference. Some people are just more talented than you. You can work as hard as you want. Yeah. But with Jeff, he's I, got the talent. He's got the work ethic. He's going to crush. I still remember when I first came here and I was just spamming you guys with emails, trying to get in. Just I busted my ass to get in here. I'm so happy, man. It, it's been such a great journey to be here. Like Specs Howard. Grown as a person. Specs Howard, my fellow Specs Howard alumni, Fish. Uh, but no, it's been great, man. Oh, I mean, you suck it. People here at Woodward, I mean, people, we joke, like, I, I, Adam in the morning show and everything, but, like, people don't understand, too, off-air, like, everyone at this company is truly family. Like, that's the people, that's the thing people don't understand, at least from a viewer perspective, but off-air, I mean, everyone has done nothing but support me, so I'm, I'm excited. I really am. Stay tuned. It's going to get only better from here, boys and girls. Yeah, I'm sad. Can't do it. I'm sad. I am. Jeff, I love you, man. Thank you so much, really. Great seven months. Yeah. Uh, we crushed set record numbers here, by the way. We did. This isn't, uh, I'm not joking at all. Like, what me and Jeff were able to do together, and then Maddie came along board, and we were able to take it to the next level And from January on. We've put up record numbers here in March. I mean, now it's not on April. And that's not just me. That's not just Maddie. It's all of you. It's all of you in the chat. It's Fish. It's Alex. Oh, thank you. And of course, it's Jeff too. So look, the yeah. sun came with out that, the last minute of the show. Look with that. that, Jeff, thank you so much. I really thank you, and uh, everybody at home, have a great weekend. Follow Jeff everywhere he goes. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. Love you guys all too much. I gotta get the hell out of here and take a deep breath. Terry Foster <laughs> I'm probably Monday. gonna do some cocaine, honestly. Love have you guys. a great weekend, Jeff. Bye, You're the man. Everyone. Shout we love out you, to Jeff. this legend over here. Congratulations, Jeff. Yeah.